Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those friggin' pirates? It's me, Amazing Garcia. Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity-type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM. In Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, online, PR927FM.com. And come on over to YouTube and Facebook, where we hang out every day with the chat gang. Get your thoughts on what's going on in the world of pirate athletics and beyond. We'll be on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to Pirate Radio TV and give us a uh, a like right over there on youtube and uh, do the same if you will on facebook as well we got a packed show for you today because we got a ton of guests to get to and i've got two full new sheets of audio because earlier today uh this morning we were at ecu basketball media day ton of respect to the basketball pirates getting ready for action uh coming up friday we'll have women's basketball media day they picked us last they picked us second uh ec women picked to finish second in the american this season the men picked fifth uh we heard from mike schwartz today also mark adams riley davis rj felton brandon johnson bobby pettiford ben Bayela, Jaden walker valentino panedo quentin dabunje callum richard cam hayes Cam Hayes again, Ezra Ozar, Evan Montaneri, Caleb LeCount, and Sear Malonga. I did an interview with Cam Hayes, and Chandler did an interview with Cam Hayes. And we'll play them both, and whoever did the best interview will host the show tomorrow. And you think that's a slight at you, Chandler? Your interview with Cam Hayes was better than mine. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chandler Honeycutt is here. Why did you make that face, Chandler? You can't. Because we know whose interview is going to be better. No, we don't. Because yours was longer. It sounded like y'all were laughing and talking about stuff. We had a bond. Yeah. So yours, I think, is better. I haven't listened to it all. I mean, but... well, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Chandler does have a new best friend. A new. Who's your new BFF, Chandler? Oh, Mark Adams. Mark, you are a Mark Adams guy. Mark, Mark Adams. Man. You have been glowing all day. <laughs> had and, a great conversation with him. In fact, y'all had a little small talk before your interview. I left that in, so we'll hear some of that. Because y'all were like just chatting it up. And then afterwards, me and you went outside um, to the seats at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium to shoot a video. Mark Adams is out there. I walk out. Y'all are talking, talking. Like, like old yeah. friends. Uh, you, you hey, 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 coach, a long time no see. <laughs> he was asking about, hey, what's up here above the club level? And I said, well, there's some suites. I said, up there's, you know, where the broadcast booth is and where media sits. So I was kind of showing him the ropes of Daddy Ficklin Stadium. You got your new best buddy, and I have my clear-cut favorite player, Chandler. Do you know who that is? Who's my clear-cut favorite player on this year's team? Brandon Johnson. PJ. 
Love BJ. Yeah. God, I cannot wait to sit in 213. I got, uh, so Cam Hayes was talking about how I asked him, did Brandon Johnson ever smile? And he said, hey, I know the real Brandon Johnson behind the scenes. And yes, he smiles. And I think he smiled a little bit when we talked, but uh, very serious, very focused. And uh, I am really excited to see Brandon Johnson back on the court. We'll talk a lot of pirate football coming up hour two of today's show. Guest today, it is a Hall of Fame Thursday here on Pirate Radio Live because we will hear from three of the upcoming Hall of Fame, two of the upcoming Hall of Fame inductees. Seth Manis, former pirate pitcher, who was in the bigs with the Cardinals and the Royals, and also Rod Coleman, former Pirate defensive lineman, uh, played in the NFL. We'll talk to Rod Coleman coming up hour three when Marcus Crandall is here. We'll hear from Seth Manus coming up in hour number one. And in about 20 minutes, we'll hear from Miss Debbie Charles, wife of the late, great Jeff Charles, and talked about his induction into the Hall of Fame. And I got to be honest, I was uh, reluctant to to do that interview just because you know i want to respect miss debbie now after i found out you know miss debbie was cool with it and everything and was on board it made me feel a little bit better um and then after conducting the interview i felt a lot better because it was a good interview and uh we chuckled a few times we learned something we never knew about jeff that i wish we knew while he was here walking among us because it would have been awesome to talk about and you'll hear that coming up in a little bit. Yes. I really Certainly wish not. I haven't. I was oh, man, so great. upset when I found out because I was like, <clears throat> if I had only known this, you know, uh, one of the things that, that Jeff always did for me, you know, I helped Jeff uh, with his audio for the football network uh, every season. And 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 it, it's a partnership you know uh he would let us use his audio that he would get uh with talking with the players and and whatnot so you know i never really took it as like an extra job or anything like that um but for whatever reason jeff always got me a christmas present every year as a way to say thank you for you know helping him with this with the audio for the network and i always told him every year i said jeff you don't have to get me anything for christmas this is just you know we're you let us use the audio so this is you know a partnership it doesn't have to be anything more than that i wish i had known this one little tasty little nugget because i would have had the perfect christmas present for him i just wish i had known (laughs) you will (laughs) find out what we're talking about coming up uh next segment here on prl uh but yeah i I was uh nervous about doing that interview but uh it was a it was a good interview so i think you'll enjoy that coming up with miss debbie charles coming up later on in hour number one seth manis as well hour two we'll talk ecu basketball media day and uh, also have some Donnie Kirkpatrick, Blake Harrell, Mike Houston as well, and Rod Coleman and Marcus Crandall. Hall of Fame Thursday, Hoops Thursday here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll check in with the chat gang. Give us a like, a subscribe, and let us know uh, what you are up to on this Thursday. Kaz is present. Thank you for being here. Good attendance this week. Present. Jerry says, good afternoon, PRL fam. I'm raking leaves in my yard in Pennsylvania today. Thank you for making my yard work go by fast. All right, Jerry. Glad to have, uh, huh? glad to be in your ears while you're doing some manual labor out there. Yeah, I didn't know uh, Jerry was a, a Pennsylvanian. 
I didn't know he was a Pennsylvania either. Jamie says more papers. That's right. Adding to the stack. It is a thick with two C's stack. CL says more Hornets preseason action tonight. Let's go. Clip, are you as excited as I am? No, because I'm not excited as all at all. I tell you what you should be excited about. What? Hornets basketball. Hornets basketball. basketball. ECU volleyball. Yeah. Big yes. two match. Yes. Two ma- it's a huge two match. A huge um, twofer? Twofer. Starting tonight and then tomorrow afternoon uh, with Memphis. And uh, right now, ECU Volleyball tied with South Florida atop the AAC standing. So this is going to be a big showdown. It's a painted gold night over at Minji's, and attendance is free. I love gold. You know, I hate – actually, let me start it off like this. I love that we have ECU Women's Basketball Media Day coming up at 1 o'clock tomorrow because I really enjoyed the Men's Basketball Media Day today. So I'm looking forward to the Women's tomorrow. But I do hate that I'm going to be missing out on ECU Volleyball because me and Shirley both were asked today to do PA for ECU Volleyball. And I would love to see the girls in action because they are off to a hot start. Uh, but unfortunately, we both will not be able to due to us being at Women's uh, Media Day tomorrow. And then Shirley will be here having to uh, cover the fort uh, at the Pirate Radio Studios. So. Volleyball yeah, tonight. Volleyball. What time do they start tomorrow? I guess uh, tomorrow is at one o'clock. Okay. So just as you guys are getting started, they're going to be starting their game. So you might be able, to, like, if you're done with media day, poke your head in there, see how things there. are you going. Might do a little pokey poke. Yeah. Just you want to go and watch some of it? If Shirley's cool with us not coming back to work for another few minutes, yeah. I'm fine with it as long as you guys are back for the show. We're, we'll get content. Yes. Get if a you little can get, content. Yeah. We might could do a. Um, pirate radio live promo video mm-hmm. in Minji's live that would be awesome volleyball game yeah that would be great live on the court all right um chad says clip the beard is looking nice and full thank you you might want to get a little you might want to get it cut you might want to get it a little we'll talk about and, uh, you'll edge. talk about what you got going on in a minute uh jamie says favorite player not bobby pettiford i tell you this i had a great chat with bobby pettiford today talked about uh the game where i saw him play live against Terquavion smith in mengees and how much fun that was for him uh look i'm a big bobby p guy hey bobby p what are you doing bobby p but brandon johnson is my guy Brandon Johnson guy. Look, I'm a Caleb account guy. I like him much all, man. We think oh he's quiet. Oh, so my God. As much as we think he's quiet, that man is talkative on the defensive side of the ball. Oh, yeah. We saw a video of that yes, sir. recently. Putting people that in position that they need to be in. ECU basketball put out. Uh, Mike P says, ton of respect for Pirate Radio Live. Just a ton of respect. Just a ton of respect. For- ton of respect back to you, Mike P. Tony said he thought Chan was going to hit us with a Yas Queen. Yas Queen. And then Tony said something inappropriate. <laughs> All right. So that's where we are. Um, personal note tonight, I'm hosting trivia at uh, Emporium for the young professionals of Greenville, Pitt County. And I'm excited uh, for that. It's always a, a fun event and chandler um you have gone with me in the past now you didn't go last year because it was on the same night as east men's basketball opener right. so you had to be in Menji's. i was uh 
upset i couldn't be there but i was i had other duties um so i mentioned it to you hey hey you want to you want to be my vanna white tonight help out they'll probably give you a few uh a few free glasses over at emporium you want to come hang and you uh you shot me down you said oh is that tonight now coincidence or not you also walked in (laughs) with a fresh new cut facial hair got lined up yeah and so i saw that i said and i noticed it like you know you, you hope to notice your significant other's haircut before they have to bring it up to you i noticed it i was like hey man did you get a you get a fresh cut you're like yeah mm-hmm. and then i said you want to come with me tonight to emporium and you were like oh that's tonight hey, i got something going on so i'm a big context clues guy i like to I'm I'm pretty observant. You're pretty good at this. I, I, you I'm did like, pretty good in English class, didn't you? Yeah, and and I'm like, okay, he he's got he got a new haircut, beard looking, lined up, trimmed. He's got something going on tonight, and I said, hey man, got, <laughs> hey bud, you got a hot date tonight? And your response was, sort of, kind of. <laughs> 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 and i said with who and you said i don't know so clearly you didn't want to talk much about it but um it's not a date it's more of just a hang right like a, just let's hang out a cash hang yes with a um uh, the lovely female yes all right just you two yes okay i know clip uh people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Would you like oh, for me to? God, please, you no, to no, 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 <laughs> no, don't spray, no, put that dust up, put that dust up. What that dust doing? Um. All right. Well, good luck, man. Thank you, man. Can we get a full report tomorrow on the show? Sure. Why not? Or at least a half report. Sure. All right. <clears throat> Jamie says, "Chon date night." no cash hang no cash hang chon cash hang total cash hang joey joed camano said detective clip is on to something i've got out my magnifying glass (laughs) looking at every hair on your face joey also asked who's the better three-point shooter clip chandler or shirley i think everybody's gonna say that they're the best because i'm gonna say i'm the best i'm the best around i haven't i haven't shot a basketball in quite a while but Neither if you let me shoot a little bit i can nail some threes now I, I would love let for me. us to go over to the practice facilities and at least put up some shots i would as well it'd be a lot of fun we need to do that sometime i mean maybe my good friend mark adams will let us over there you are yeah, me you and are, him are best friends you are good buddies with him so yeah that could uh could be the case jerry says let's have a prl dating game show so sometimes jerry um especially when i'm trying to get to sleep at night i have a lot of thoughts just thoughts a thought waterfall and i have thought about like trying to do some type of bachelor situation with chandler i've never i don't think i've talked to you about this do you have oh i have i think so but like that would chandler doesn't want to do that and it would be uncomfortable. Yeah, it's just very uncomfortable. But man, it would be so much. Do you know how many people would be tuned into that if who, we could get like single women who were 
on board with it, looking for a nice man like Chandler Honeycutt. And we could go through like the process here on the show and you get to ask them questions and I would love to see the women that just line up at the door for that. <laughs> I mean I mean <coughs> I guarantee if we re- if we told our listeners cuz this is what I thought about doing I was like hey and I'll put it out on Twitter and everything if you know a single lady and we're not setting them up with some serial killer awful two-timing son of a gun Oh don't do that We're hooking you up with Chandler Honeycutt salt of the earth great guy former long snapper I got a little taco meat on my chest. He's got a little. What's got, your What's got, your chest hair situation? Uh, spaghetti. Thin spaghetti. Thin spaghetti. Okay. Arms weak. Angel, angel hair. <laughs> angel hair. <laughs> Knees weak. Arms are breathing. Uh, no, yeah, he, he had it right the first time. Arms weak. Knees heavy. He's got a big Knees lower body. Knees weak and arms are pretty damn heavy. <laughs> Oh dear! So chest what, spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> so you and you would ask them, uh, what what what's your ideal first date? What's your uh, you a dog or a cat person? <clears throat> see, I, yeah, but see, the guy's the one that's supposed to like plan the date. So when I ask a girl about the date, that's just the round of questions. Like, what would be your ideal date? or something you know oh yeah like what would you want to do yeah we would plan all the dates for you yeah and i would just say all right i I would pick the one that's you know all right i can do that we'd have you you go have a nice meal at tiebreakers you this is on a wednesday night then you go over to aj's for trivia yeah but if you're like asking me wait wait it's, it's not over yet sorry then you're going to Run by Halloween Express, Greenville's premier Halloween superstore. Superstore. Pick her out a nice little outfit. (laughs) For Halloween. Sure. (laughs) What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. You're not talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Mike P said, Chon's chest hair sponsored by Familia. (laughs) That's Familia. I'll never look at pasta the same again. uh cl says how is a stud like chandler single anyway that's a good question are you too picky i am very yeah i'm very picky that that's why i'm still single is because i'm same same i'm very same girl same (laughs) yes queen (laughs) yes queen my bar is set very high yeah me too (laughs) i don't i don't want anybody crazy Eric said uh, Chandler is a seriously great guy with a seriously, seriously good job I mean, seriously, and a seriously great personality. Seriously serious. Coach, this thing is getting <laughs> serious, man. You've got a seriously good season. Um, contestant number one, what do you think about Mark Lindsay Cutts? Are you seriously serious? <laughs> uh, I can see it on your face. No, you have a lot of you got a lot of potential suitors out there, I feel like yeah you're popular with the females but are you are you friend zoned do you feel like you're or am friend- i the one that friend zones them okay well is that what's happening are you friend zoning like i said i'm picky are you looking for the one i'm picky are you looking for the one you don't want to waste i don't want to i don't i, just, I don't want to date just a date you know what i mean i do but you need it but you just gotta test the waters. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 
I also don't want to waste my time. You're going to be testing the waters tonight? A little bit. That's funny, right? Yeah. That's funny. What we just did there. Uh, Chad says, is it like regular spaghetti or pot size? Can you braid it? We want to know more about your chest hair situation. Um, Can you get a picture of it? Are you going to show us? Okay. There you go. Is your your video on? Uh, Yes. You can't see it. But I don't think you can braid it. It's more like cut up spaghetti. Anyway, Chandler is... He's weak, cut up spaghetti. (laughs) Chandler is going on a cash hangout tonight. Uh, Let's see what Irving's talking about on on Facebook. Irving says, Purple haze all in my brain. Lately, things just don't seem the same. (laughs) Acting funny, but I don't know why. Excuse me while I kiss the sky. He just types in the lyrics to Purple Haze. I like that. Thank you, Irving. All right. We'll hear that Saturday. Gets me fired up. In the late third quarter. Oh, boy. Josh has some great advice. Speak of the devil. He says, Jenny is a great matchmaker. Have her find Chan someone. How do you feel about that, Chandler? I don't know. Let's, let's see if she can help me. I don't know. I've known Jenny a long time now. You would think that she would have me somebody by now. Can you find Chan the one? Um, I'm not gonna be in charge. I'm not gonna be in charge of that. But he is. He enjoys hanging out with his friends. Sometimes he's not on the hunt. I think Joey might be the best wingman. He's tried to help Chan out. A- yeah. Oh, we could yeah, do Joey, the. Uh, a good we could man. do the Bachelor with Joey. Yep. Ooh. Cooking shows. Yes. Ooh, let's do the Bachelor with Ooh. Joey, and we'll get ECU um, female students in here, and find Joey one. That'd be great. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> I don't want this segment to end. Maybe I can find a girlfriend by the end of the segment. Chad said, "Talk about Chan's great job. Talk about him being a long snapper. Talk about him being a great interviewer. Talk about talking about him." Hey, Chad, I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to let Tommy Tuberville uh, say it for me. Wow. Go to hell! Get a job. All right, fun opening segment today. When we return, you'll hear my interview with Debbie Charles, wife of the late, great Jeff Charles. Also yesterday, I asked Mike Houston and Donnie Kirkpatrick just to kind of give their thoughts on Jeff Charles being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and uh, they both had great answers. So uh, you will hear that when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday, a cash hang Thursday for Chandler Honeycutt. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. And Pirate fans, did you know there's thousands of special needs children's, uh, children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? 
Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DOLL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Shirley Rhodes, Sean. Jenny's around here somewhere. No, Chad, Jenny is not single. She is taken, spoken for. You're married, by the way. (laughs) What are you asking that for? Wait, what did you say? Chad, is Jenny single asking for a friend? Maybe he was asking for a friend, but usually when people say asking for a friend, they're asking for themselves. Yeah, that's usually how that goes. Is this Chad Moore? It is. Who's happily married? I thought happily. Well, Jenny's happily in a relationship with JoJo. Uh, Robert has some advice for you. Chandler, take your date time to Little Washington. Get out of Greenville. Walk the waterfront quaint bars. Less interference from buddies. It's pretty good advice get on out of town when i dated a girl in college we went on a date to washington how'd that go pretty good ended up down the road not good but (laughs) okay but at the time it was going great all right good to hear all right so um it is hall of fame weekend inductions going on friday and ceremony saturday at the game and we will be talking to rod coleman who will be inducted uh we'll talk to rod coleman later on in the show in hour number three seth manis in just a little bit yesterday i had an opportunity to talk to debbie charles she came to the pirate radio studios and uh we chatted yesterday before we get to that uh yesterday at the post-practice press conference i asked mike houston and donnie kirkpatrick about the voice just to uh, get their thoughts on his induction into the hall of fame and uh first shirley let's hear what mike houston said well, I think there's there's none of us that uh, don't miss him this fall, you know, because, you know, he did the coaches show with me on, on Mondays, and then we, we would spend uh, probably about a half hour together on Thursdays uh, talking about the game, and then we traveled together. He was with us on the road, and so, you know, he's been a constant for me since I got here, you know, a part of the fall. And, uh, you know, I, I know that for our fan base, you know, he is – he he has he has been the connection to the football program for so many years. I'm sure the basketball program the same way, because you know fans that maybe can't be there in person, you know he he was he was what brought the game to them, and uh, so he is uh, he he was someone that was very important to uh, our football program, myself, our university, uh, Pirate Nation. Um, so I think it's um, a tremendous uh, you know tremendous honor. Uh, for his family, but just uh, a, a great uh, opportunity for us just to remember how special he was and how much uh, how much we miss him. So I, I still don't think it's I still don't think it's quite the same, you know. So and it will never be the same. Mike Houston's comments on our friend Jeff Charles. I asked Donnie Kirkpatrick about it as well. Well, that's you know that's one of those things that that makes you happy because he deserves that so much. And then it almost makes me want to start crying a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it gets emotional because I miss him really a lot more than I ever thought. I, I wasn't that close to Jeff when I was here the first time. I was a peon, I guess. Nobody gave a rat's butt about who I was or whatever. Nobody ever asked to talk to me very much. Brian Bailey did every now and then, I guess, because he, he couldn't get anybody else to do the show. 
but it came back. I did so many more of these things with Jeff, and he was special now. I mean, we've, we've lost a treasure there. And uh, that won't be quickly, you know, replaced or whatever. You know, I think the crew's doing a good job and all that. I'm not saying that. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those things that makes you just smile, but then you almost start crying, if, if that makes any sense, you know. Makes a lot of sense. Donnie Kirkpatrick there on the voice of Jeff Charles. Yesterday, I was able to uh, talk to Miss Debbie Charles here inside the Pirate Radio studios. Once again, I, I was very reluctant and nervous just about doing that interview, but uh, I thought it went very well. And, and thank you to uh, Miss Debbie for talking uh, to us uh, about Jeff and uh, had some laughs, talked about the, the great man broadcaster he was. And uh, Shirley will go ahead and hit that right now. All right, joining us today in the Pirate Radio Studios, very special guest, Miss Debbie Charles, uh, wife of the late, great voice of the Pirates, Jeff Charles. And uh, Miss Debbie, we appreciate you joining us here in studio today. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? We're doing all right. And uh, it's a special weekend as four will be elected into the East Carolina Athletics Hall of Fame. And uh, we'll talk to Seth Manus, former Pirate pitcher. He'll be inducted, as will Rod Coleman, Justine Allpress, and of course, the voice, Jeff Charles, and uh, what an honor for the voice. I think long overdue, but fantastic that uh, he will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And uh, Miss Debbie, the well, first thing I was thinking is Jeff is not from Eastern North Carolina. He's a Midwestern guy. So you know how many people love him here, and he became one of us uh, in Eastern North Carolina. How was how he able to become an Eastern North Carolina boy along with being a Midwestern? How did he embrace uh, us here in the East? Um, we have moved to eight different states. Uh, to different universities and stuff. And we were in Boxburg, Virginia. He was doing the Hokies, and Dave Hart called him and wanted him to come down and check out the area and stuff. And so we did that. And, um, but they could not pay him what the Hokies were paying him. So we went back to the Hokies. And two years later, Dave Hart called him again and said, we want you down here. So we came down and everything went smooth. So we moved down here and it's just like a big family down here. We loved it. I mean, Jeff had three different opportunities to leave and go somewhere else. And we decided we wanted to be here. And that is awesome, and uh, we loved having him here and, and you know, miss him uh, doing the morning drive here. He was a part of, of this show, uh, Pirate Radio Live, every Wednesday, and, of course, all the, the broadcast, and uh, just is synonymous with East Carolina. And uh, we got to know him from a sports side. Very rarely did we kind of pry into other things, but we were fascinated to learn uh, that he watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians some. And <laughs> said that. So yes. what are some things about Jeff oh, that maybe gosh. we don't know uh, here. <laughs> the Kardashians, oh my God, he couldn't get enough of them. I'm going like, they're, no. <laughs> I don't understand this. Um, Jersey Shore, he liked Jersey no Shore. No way. He used to watch that all the time. Big wrestling fan. Of course, yeah. Um, but the Kardashians just didn't make any sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our guilty pleasure TV shows, and to find out that was Jeff's was awesome. We played that clip quite a bit uh, over the years. And yeah, a big wrestling fan. He was doing a, a lot of things 
I know back uh, in his, his home area there uh, in the Midwest uh, regarding wrestling. So what would you do? I, I would talk to Jeff about all the games uh, from the previous night. And and uh, when he was watching a game, were you kind of doing your own thing? Or did you what, – what's your relationship to sports? <laughs> um We've went through sports for 52 years, and I got to the point where I was just kind of bored with it. <laughs> um, some games that were important, I'd sit down and watch with him a little bit, but most of the time he was, because it was more like um, homework for him. Right. Yeah, so I would be doing my own thing most of the time. But yeah, and we went through, we loved hockey because we're from Midwest. Mm-hmm. So we would go to Fayetteville to the hockey games when we got a chance because I love hockey still. Um, and we'd go to some baseball games. And um, one summer we had a wrestling we put on a wrestling show in Michigan where we had our house, and that was so much fun, and the locals loved it. He wasn't ready to retire yet, so we were getting ready to buy a baseball team. Yeah. Yeah, he, he told us about that on the air. He also told us he was very proud that he actually got to get in the ring and throw a bad guy out of the ring, I believe. So he was uh, doing it all behind the scenes and yep. in the ring. Uh, and and Jeff uh, will be honored into the Hall of Fame, and he is a, a person I looked up to, and I've talked about it a lot, that I interviewed him as a student at East Carolina. And I know he talked to a lot of of, of kids in school and kids that wanted to be broadcasters and we talked about the the scholarship uh, and the fund set up in his name that'll help future broadcasters and that was uh, that was something that was very important to him connecting with uh, the yep. next generation that was that's wonderful the scholarship is because he always if he ever had a chance to help anybody get into the business he would do it he knew he knew so many people he could pull strings and help people get jobs you know and he loved doing that and it's really neat to still talk to the opposing teams play by play voices for uh, that, that take on East Carolina. Rich Phillips with SMU just this past week, but uh, guys like Steve Cotton and yep. uh, just a, a number of names over the years that became friends with Jeff just uh, because they were both in the business. They'd get to know each other, and he would go. Uh, I think Steve Cotton, particularly, like hang out at his house, right, and, and do things like that. Steve Cotton's family is he does the herd, and he yeah. his family is in Michigan and they own a great big potato farm and they sell their potatoes to Lay's Potato Chips. Oh, wow. And we went down there one time and he gave us the tour of the farm and stuff but every summer we would be in Michigan and he would come up and make a point so him and Jeff could get together and spend some time together and um, Jeff would always make a point to go speak with each one of the visiting broadcasters Mm -hmm. so he had he knew everybody and everybody knew him and you know it was he just made a point to do that he was very friendly and for years uh don edwards uh, had the show at ube yep. and don would go pick up the announcer bring him in <laughs> and uh, and do a fantastic show and and man i know uh mr don misses the voice as well with the relationship they had over the years and uh, he was such a huge part here at pirate radio and of course east carolina and will be inducted into the hall of fame coming up and that will be uh friday i believe mm-hmm. uh the yes. induction and then there'll be a ceremony as well on saturday Saturday. So a uh, big weekend ahead for, for you and your family. A big weekend. We have lots of family coming in um, to come to it. Um, this is Jeff deserves this because he dedicated 35 years 
to East Carolina and the Pirates, and he did everything he could and things way out that he didn't really have to do, but he did it because he loved this university and these kids. He loved the football players and especially the basketball players. He was close to them. Yeah, he would talk about going on the road and, and getting <laughs> to know the guys. And I think that was one of his favorite parts of the job. And mm-hmm. and Jeff always said to me and, and when we were talking about the crazy world of sports, he'd say, Clip, you gotta keep up or you get left behind. And <laughs> that is one thing I admired about Jeff. He was always able to no matter how things change, kind of keep up with the times and yep. and stay relevant and, and stay on top of it. And, and it's just something that I certainly took from him, that part of it. He he tried really hard to do that. Like I said, what, him watching games was just homework to him, you know. Um, and the kids, he loved sitting in the bus with the ki- the kids, the football players and the basketball players. He didn't sit up with the coaches and stuff. <laughs> he sat back with them because he would come home and tell me, well, such and such parents was at the game and we took pictures and that they were telling about how their mom was. And you know, he just loved all the background stuff on everybody. The connections and yes. uh, him and Sal on the air and him and Kevin Monroe or, or Carlester <laughs> Crumpler. Yep. Uh, the, the, that's what makes a good broadcaster too. You're telling the game, but like you said, he would say, and uh, and side. Did you know that you know two years ago he was a all state baseball player and uh, collected <laughs> matchbox cars and like all all those little details really really adds to it and that's not by accident. Jeff did his research. Oh, no, he and, spent yeah. he spent a week on each team doing background check on every single player. Every, you know, the coaches and all that stuff. He had all that kind of information because that's what he worked on all week. That was his home. Remember his big card, and he'd yes. bring that in before games. <laughs> and it looked like the writings of a madman, but it was very detailed, and he knew everything and all the stats. And it, it once again, just showed his preparation. One thing, uh, Miss Debbie, you'll hear from people in the industry. Everybody says true professional, and and that is that he was, was Jeff. He, he he tried very hard not to be in Homer. Even though he right. loved East Carolina, he was not going to be a homer. He was going to be very professional, and that's the way he was. And we get a little silly on this show, and that's another thing I love about Jeff. Had an awesome sense of humor uh, when he would break that out, very sarcastic at <laughs> times. And, uh, and and man, I uh, just, just love being a part of that when he'd join us here on the show. So uh, Friday night will be the induction, and then Saturday, um, will you be on the field? Yeah, on, on Saturday, they after I think it's after the first quarter, they take everybody that's been inducted down on the field and announces it and stuff. And it's uh, just awesome that his legacy can live on with the scholarship and, and all the other things that are associated with the voice. Uh, Jeff Charles, Miss Debbie Charles joining us here inside the Pyre Radio Studios. And uh, Miss Debbie, we appreciate you joining us to, to speak about Jeff. And uh, like you said, big weekend. And I'm glad that uh, you'll have family involved in it this weekend. It's, it's going to be a wonderful time. And I am so glad and honored that they're doing that for him because he deserved it. Absolutely. Well, thank you for uh, joining us and sharing a few stories and talking about Jeff. We appreciate it, and uh, and we'll, we'll talk to you again down the road. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All right, uh, my conversation with Debbie Charles, the wife of the late, great Jeff Charles, and uh, just, uh, I, I, again, I was kind of nervous going into it, but once we got going and talking about Jeff, uh, I, I really enjoyed that chat. Hope you did as well, and had no clue that The Voice was a fan of Jersey Shore. 
if I had Jersey known Shore, this, baby. first of Good all, Good grief. and I've got a story about Jeff that I've never told anybody. And I'll, I'll share that in just a moment. But I wish I had known that because I told Debbie I would have bought him. One of the things that Jeff was probably more famous for, at least with us, aside from his voice, was his sleeveless t-shirts that he wore all the time we have well, another hey legend here miss hey, ann holland miss is ann here holland. in pirate radio my Come goodness on over gracious here. oh my god Come on over here it's a hall of fame day i told you wow that is awesome hey miss ann Come on, man. get on a mic what where's daddy oh, oh it, we recorded that yesterday it. sorry the magic of radio <laughs> I can't believe Daddy Charles is not sitting here. Hey, how are you? We're live on the air, and uh, Miss Ann Holland is joining us here uh, in the studio. That's awesome. This looks familiar. Yeah, doesn't it? She sat here. Well, I don't know about here. I think we've updated stuff since you've been here. Yes, we have changed this. Yeah. But you are in this room interviewing a lot of of John Calipari and... Uh, Bruce Hornsby, Bruce Hornsby, and all kinds of folks. Oh yeah, oh yeah, awesome stuff. All right, uh, well let's reset. Let's take a break. Yeah, we got to get to our Seth Manis yeah. interview. We'll get Shirley's story, and uh, we'll have more for you. Hour one of Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. We will. Uh, we heard from Miss Debbie Charles a moment ago, Rod Coleman later in the show. Right now, uh, let's go out to the Halloween Express live line and hear from another pirate being inducted into the Hall of Fame this weekend, former ECU pitcher Seth Manis joining us on the Halloween Express live line. Seth, appreciate your time. How you doing? I'm doing great. I appreciate y'all having me. And uh, Seth, uh, you are remaining busy uh, coaching in uh, in baseball, so you have turned into a baseball lifer here from your playing days to becoming a coach. So how much are you enjoying that side of it, Seth? I'm really enjoying it. I really am. It's a different aspect. You never, I mean, as a player, you really don't know what goes into this side. You show up for practice every day and just kind of, are out there, but you know there's somebody behind the madness trying to put that schedule together, trying to put those players on the field, and so it's awesome seeing it from a different side. And it's really cool. I uh, coached under Link Jarrett, and now coaching with Billy Godwin. So uh, some very familiar names around these parts. How's uh, Coach Godwin doing these days over there at Greensboro? He's doing good. He's doing good. Um, I know he got into the took over after Link Jarrett left, and I was fortunate enough to work for Link last year, and. I mean, two tremendous baseball minds, and it's 
pretty cool to be an understudy for those guys and learn the ropes from them. And, you know, the years of experience is unmatched. Seth, uh, what was it like to get that call uh, that you were going to be inducted into the East Carolina Hall of Fame after uh, all those years playing at ECU, playing professional baseball? Uh, was that something on your mind, or uh, did it kind of catch you out of the blue when you, you got that information? No, I mean, totally caught me off guard. You know, I mean, think about the career. Okay, what fine, had a decent career there, but, you know, just kind of on to the next stone chapter in life and just, was plugging along. I was think I was down in Atlanta when the AD called and you know told me that. And it's just, it is a tremendous feeling, you know, an honor to be among those greats there. And I've really enjoyed my time in East Carolina and wouldn't trade it for anything. I'm happy to be back there this coming weekend. Uh, Seth, how about the career you had both at ECU and in professional baseball? And Mike Mullis as a baseball guy that, that uh, hangs out with us, talks to us every week. And uh, we were talking about you one day with Malcolm Gray from ECU and some others. And and they were saying how your, you know, your stuff didn't like jump off the page, and but you were a winner, a bulldog. That's how they described you. And that uh, I, think, uh, I think that's the ultimate compliment for a pitcher. You were a winner. So how about coming up your stuff? And, and what you were able to do with it throughout your career? I mean, yes. It's amazing what you can do with average stuff. Um, I think, you know, my mentality is kind of what propelled me to get to where I got. And without that, just you're not going to beat me when I'm on the mound. I'm going to figure out a way to get you out, figure out a way you're going to hit my pitch. And just that mental battle every day I was out there, because I know my stuff is below average, maybe average. Especially nowadays, you know, guys throwing upper and mid nineties, and I was an eighty-eight, ninety guy in the bullpen, and it's just, you know, relied a lot on command, and I'm gonna throw this ball exactly where it's supposed to be, and you know, hopefully you're gonna make weak contact off of it, and that didn't always happen. I gave up a ton of hard contacts and a lot of home runs, but you know, it was next batter, and it was just a constant, ongoing chess match when I was out there on the mound. And just all the accolades finished your ECU career as the leader in wins, strikeouts, innings pitch, game started. You were the Conference USA Pitcher of the Year in 2010. And uh, and how about coming up? How did you get here to East Carolina, Seth? What was the, the recruiting like and what other options did you have and how did you end up here in Greenville? So it's kind of a wild story. Um, I was really looking into UNC Wilmington um, they were the first ones to offer me and I kind of waited and, you know, drug my feet a little bit and they kind of moved on from that. And then just randomly, I think I threw against Pitt Community College. I was playing with uh, Jeff Petty and the Canes. I threw against um, Pitt, Pitt Community College five innings and Coach Godwin and Coach Jarrett called me in after the game. And that's kind of when I first started, you know, I talked to them a little bit and then progressed. I, I love the stadium. And I ended up signing for $426, a, a book scholarship, and the rest is history. <laughs> that it is. And, uh, yeah, you missed out on the NIL stuff, unfortunately, Seth. We talked to you guys about that now. It's a different world, isn't it? Oh, man, it, it's the Wild West out here, you know, for mid-majors. And, you know, it's really tough. Um, teams like that, I mean, it, it's a dangerous territory. Yeah. It's a dangerous territory. And, you know, I mean... It's good athletes are getting kind of what they deserve, but I feel like maybe we could have started with maybe a little bit smaller before we just opened up Pandora's box. Um, but it is what it is, and you got to adapt. 
adapt and uh, and overcome and we'll see if regulations are in the future if it's too far gone uh, at this point seth manis joining us coaching with unc greensboro and will be inducted into the ecu hall of fame coming up this friday night and uh, hopefully seth will you be down here for the game on saturday as well yes plan on staying for the game i'm excited to get back you know pirates is time we're gonna get back on track slow process but hopefully it's time this week against charlotte Man, uh, yeah, struggling right now, folks. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's it's tough, Seth, when folks are talking basketball and ECU baseball uh, during the fall, but that's kind of where we are right now with this football team. But, yeah, you're right. Maybe maybe you and uh, and all the greats coming in this weekend can uh, rally the troops and, uh, and get a win for ECU football. Seth, uh, we talked to a St. Louis Cardinal earlier this week on the show. Allie Burleson joined us. And, man, the Cardinals, uh, there's been quite a pipeline from Greenville, too. St. Louis uh, with some other names as well, Chris Holba, uh, among others. So uh, the, the Cardinals organization likes East Carolina. And, and how about Burley and and all these Pirates in the pros right now? Gavin Williams, Connor Norby going to get his name called up soon. It's a great time for East Carolina in the pros. It definitely is. I really enjoyed following those guys and Hoffman in the playoffs right now. Yeah. And, you know, kind of a staple in the Phillies bullpen. And Burleson, I mean, just, uh, you know, Getting it done, it's fun to follow his career. Just those guys that just get it done, just are winners and, you know, speaks highly on the East Carolina recruiting staff and the job they're doing, you know, getting those guys there and, I mean, watching them propel into the um, next stage. And, you know, it, it's fun to watch. And, I, you know, hopefully Mosaic, you know, got a liking for the ECU Pirates and keeps them coming. Seth, uh, so many different. You mentioned, uh, you know, the Evo Shield Canes and uh, coming up and, and playing at East Carolina regionals, super regionals, big leagues, and and postseason. And you mentioned Jeff Hoffman. Jeff Hoffman played against my Braves uh, in the previous series, got a big strikeout with the bases loaded in game one, gave up a homer in game two. So felt the good and the bad of postseason baseball. And, and you can relate to some of those stuff with your good postseason numbers, but also giving up a home run. What is that, that postseason baseball like is is it almost like a different game out there how are your nerves in the postseason i mean it's really not you go to bullet down it's it's always the same game out there there's just more people there's louder and it's just kind of a numbing hum um that aura during postseason play and it's just more people around there's more attention to it but when you bullet down you're playing the same game the plate hadn't moved you're still trying to make the same pitches but you just you're doing your best uh you know, kind of put those nerves in the on the back burner and just focus on what you do well. But yes, I mean, ups and downs of it. I've been there through the highs and the lows of it. You know, giving up a big home run in the World Series and um, it's tough. But just bounce right back and like the manager have faith in him, got him right back out there, and you know, that's his history. Of all the uh, the places you've pitched, Seth, what makes Greenville, Clark LeClaire, the jungle, uh, what makes that unique? What do you remember about your playing days here at ECU and, and how rowdy you can get out there? I mean, 100%. It's the support. I am played all around the Carolinas, and nobody has the support that East Carolina fans bring day in and day out. It doesn't matter. Midweek game, you know, weekend series against, you know, the worst team, in the league, I think the conference changed multiple times since I've been there. It's the AAC right now. <laughs> Correct, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, it's old Converse USA. Um, but just day in and day out, the energy and noise is fun and puts the players at advantage when you go into these bigger regional atmospheres. Okay, 
you play in that day in day out you're accustomed to it and you know that feeling and what it's like and more stressful situations and I feel like it's a big advantage being able to play at East Carolina Seth Main is joining us. The pressure never ends. He was a pitcher, now a coach, and now you got to write a Hall of Fame speech, Seth. So, how much have you has gone into that, and uh, and and how is how's your public speaking, and and how's your speech writing these days? Um, they're probably both about C minuses. So <laughs> it's going to be a question and answer format. So, okay, we'll, you know, leave a little bit of stress from that, and yeah, I wouldn't honestly know where to start with it, and you know, I think just kind of coming off the cuff is a little bit more authentic and you know i do my best with that um but i'm glad we don't have to there you go yeah q a sounds good sounds much better than uh than a prepared statement so that'll be uh friday night and then we'll honor seth manis on the field on saturday and uh then uh then it's right back to work for you i guess seth with fall ball and everything going on i know cliff goblin and the pirates involved in scrimmages are y'all scrimmaging some other teams uh this time of year is it all inter-squad stuff so we finished up, we played A&T and Elon earlier in the year, and we're in our Navy and Gold Gold Series right now where we played last night, we're playing tomorrow, and then we're playing Sunday. So I'll leave, you know, after Saturday's events and get back or Sunday morning and get ready for Sunday's game. Awesome, yeah. Busy time of the year. Of course, uh, said that baseball is year-round for you as a player and uh, the same as a coach, right? Uh, you don't get, a, don't get a lot of time to take a breath. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's one, trying to get the guys in and then, you know, preparing your team on the field and then looking for the next class and trying to make it better and improve on areas where you struggled. And it's a constant, you know, ongoing battle. I don't think you'll ever have the answer to it. And it's always just trying to adapt and go with what you got. And I know uh, that roster has had an Eastern North Carolina flair over the years. So Billy with his ties and you with your ties, you guys uh, are able to to come get some talent uh, here out of the East, right? We're trying. We're trying. You know, it's hard to compete with the big boys over there, but, uh, you know, we're doing our best. Yeah, no doubt. Seth Maness joining us at the ECU Hall of Famer, and uh, he'll be inducted coming up Friday and honored at the game on Saturday. Seth, we'll let you get back to work. Thanks for joining us to talk some baseball, man, and congratulations. Great honor. Well-deserved, and uh, we'll see you out of the field this uh, this weekend. Really appreciate it, and thank you all for everything. There is Seth Manis joining us on the Halloween Express Live Line. Greenville's premier Halloween Superstore is Halloween Express right next to Target. Uh, owned and operated by Lisa and Clay Cartwright, celebrating 25 years in business as Greenville's local Halloween Superstore. What are you going to be? It's shopping today at Halloween Express. And awesome to catch up with Miss Debbie Charles and Seth Manis. And uh, really cool to see Miss Ann Holland uh, come by as well. And we were talking... Uh, a moment ago about some uh, some old fun times with the great uh, the late great Terry Holland and uh, he he will be receiving an honorary degree I believe coming up this weekend so I was unaware of that but we'll have Miss Ann on to talk uh, in the future uh, more about that and uh, she's got a, a great speech plan from what I understand and uh, four minutes and fifteen seconds that's right <laughs> and uh, man it was great to see her Shirley it was awesome uh, I haven't seen Miss Ann since uh, she and uh, Terry had left uh, the Greenville area. Uh, Coach Holland did come by here probably about a year or two after he left mm-hmm. uh, because I remember that was during, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that was during the Comfort area, era. Era. Uh, era, era. And, uh, and I remember very distinctly he came in and I was talking to him and I said, hey, Coach, 
can you come back? And he he just laughed at me. He's like, no, I can't come back. And I'm like, please, please. We miss you. We miss you a lot. So, um, but I had, uh, but of course that was just, Coach was by himself. I think Miss Ann was, uh, was out with some friends or something. I can't remember, but she wasn't with him at the time um, when he stopped by. But, uh, so that's the first time I've seen Miss Ann. And, oh, I, how long has it been? Yeah. Long it's been a time. long time. Yep. So, uh, and she looks great. She looks just like, you she know, does. she looks, she awesome. looks just like Miss Ann from, you know, back in the day. And Chandler's and got a new best friend. Is, yep. she, she looks like them beautiful Sampson County girls. I will say that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I met Terry. I met Terry before, and I met him uh, at Meet the Pirates before. That was my first time ever meeting Ann, so uh, Miss Ann. So it was great meeting her and talking to her. What a great surprise, uh, her walking into the studio today. That was awesome. And what a great Hall of Fame Thursday show we got going on. More on that when we talk to Rod Coleman and have Hall of Famer Marcus Crandall in here, Hour 3. When we return, we'll talk a little Pirate Hoops. It was ECU Media Day this morning and we've got comments from mike schwartz and some of the pirate coaches and players as well we'll hear that and have more for you when we return big edition pirate radio live who will pop through the door next you never know back with you after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online at piratewear.com anytime. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. And Bud Light reminds pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and uh, proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, Hour 2 Pirate Radio Live. If you missed Hour 1, I'd recommend going and checking it out on Facebook Live, on YouTube, or uh, wherever you download your podcast. Uh, I had a great interview with Debbie Charles, wife of the late, great Jeff Charles, and also Seth Manis joined us. Jeff and Seth Manis going into the ECU Hall of Fame this weekend, as will Rod Coleman, and we'll talk to Rod coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. A ton of respect to Chandler Honeycutt, Glenn Griffin, Jenny, uh, for being at ECU Basketball Media Day today. We did a ton of interviews and want to pass some of those along to you right now, but we'll start with what the head man, Mike Schwartz, had to say heading into year two as the head basketball coach at East Carolina. Let's hear his opening comments from this morning. Ton of respect for Coach Dixon. Ton of respect for Papa State as a program. That was not just, uh, his I've comments. Watched him from far Whoops, for a long time. that's the wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, he really. <laughs> Wait, so that was not a bit. Man, you, no, that was not a bit. Respect. Wow, I was like, did I have the day wrong or did you mess that up? No, no I messed that up. <laughs> 
as soon as, he, as soon as he said that, I said, I don't remember him saying Yeah, I was that a little upset. Day. He didn't say ton of respect to the media for being here today. Well, that, that's why <laughs> when it started, it said ton of respect for, a ton of respect for. And I'm like, seriously? Like, has he been listening to us? Okay, uh, I've got let's it. Try I've it got again. it. Let's Take try two. that again. All Take right. two. Awesome to see everybody. Uh, really excited to be here. And exciting time of year, as we've talked about uh, everywhere around the country right now. People are getting getting ready to play and it, you know it's been a long and really positive preseason so far we've been uh, very pleased with our training camp dealt with a few you know normal nagging injuries that are i think probably a lot of teams in the country are dealing with this time of year we've been practicing basically since june uh, when the guys arrived on campus we took a break at the end of the summer came back in preseason um, in September and then September 25th started with official preseason training camp and so now we're basically a few days away from getting a chance to to see where we are versus another opponent and obviously less than three weeks away from our home opener so um, outside of that been very pleased with this group so far over the last four to six weeks and again just dealing with normal stuff that this comes this time of year in terms of a few guys being banged up and, and that will see how our rotation plays out in other situations that I know you guys will ask about. So uh, outside of that, just love this group of guys a bunch, love this uh, group of coaches, and just excited, excited for this time of year. All right, I asked Coach Schwartz, and I don't know if lucky or blessed, I don't know what the word is, but uh, did he feel lucky to be coming into year two with such a strong returning unit? You just don't see it in college basketball today where you're able to retain your core, and East Carolina has been able to do that. Uh, Cut three, Shirley, asked uh, him about the returning guys on this team. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely feel very fortunate, um, and we're not going to ever take that for granted, but when we were fortunate enough to become, uh, you know, coach this program, and, and I had an opportunity to become the head coach here, the first thing that we said was we really want to build a program, a program that consists of continuity, uh, sustainable success, where we hopefully have guys here two, three, four years. Guys are excited to graduate from ECU, and that vision is not going to change. Uh, also alluded to it last year saying, hey, if we have to make an adjustment, we will. We'll make those adjustments as we go along and as we navigate this, and we will continue to make those adjustments. But from a standpoint of eight guys returning and not having one senior on this team, the potential of having this team together for two more years that looks very similar to this, yeah, I feel very fortunate, excited about that. And last year, I think at one point in terms of Division One. Uh, production. We were somewhere around 350 in the nation in terms of what was coming from the previous year, what was returning. Production, not necessarily age or class. This year, I think, will be much higher from a production standpoint, but we still have multiple years of eligibility remaining on this team, and that is exciting. And that is crazy to think about. As I look at this roster, uh, one senior Benjamin Baela uh, and everybody else is freshman, sophomore, or junior. Now, look, I am very year-to-year with college athletics now. You want to get something done, you better get it done this year because you don't know who's going to be around next year. That's all sports and the way it is right now. But the the thought of him and, you know, Pettiford's going to be in here, Cam Hayes, um, Jaden, you know, those guys have already transferred and, and they're going to be here to – 
to stay and play it out here at East Carolina. And guys that came to school here, uh, like Brandon Johnson as a freshman, RJ, you just think those guys are, are at this point hopefully going to stick it out. Ezra and and not just be year to year, but but actually program. He used the word he wanted to build a program here. And he is certainly, Mike Schwartz is certainly on track to do that right now and has already done it, being able to bring these guys back. Yeah, and I asked a lot of the new guys, whether it was a freshman or a transfer, and I remember Cam Hayes, I asked him, I said, what drew you to East Carolina? What brought you to East Carolina? And now for Cam Hayes, he's from Greensboro, went to Greensboro Day, but he kind of laughed and was like, Coach Schwartz. He was like, Coach Schwartz is one of the biggest reasons why I came here and you know i just i found that as a common denominator when it came to that question and the answer seemed to be coach schwartz and what he has going on for this program for east carolina so that was very refreshing to hear and uh i thought we had some really great conversations with these guys today and i'm really looking forward to ec basketball coming up in 2023 chandler also has a new best friend that is assistant coach mark adams and mike schwartz was asked about the addition of mark adams and what he brings to the table cut six well, we know when we get to practice and there's never one basket scored, we're both happy at the end of practice. So, um, no, you know, it's just, again, you talk about mentality and he challenges us in a way of, hey, this is how he has seen things done and been very successful doing things. Um, from a mindset standpoint, fits right into what we want this program to be about, which is defense. Uh, nothing's going to ever change no matter how fortunate we are, if we do score the ball well, if we are a solid offensive team, which obviously we hope to be, we feel confident that we can be, uh, no matter who is a student athlete here, whether it's recruiting or eventual student athlete here, defense is still going to be the pillar, going to be the foundation of our program. And he thinks like that. So the fact that we're all on that page, it was a seamless transition with Nick moving on and Coach Adams coming in, that our mindset of our coaching staff remained the same remain the same excuse me mike schwartz was also asked about being picked fifth preseason uh take anything away from that does it matter to you cut not uh, i really put nothing into that uh whether we were picked 14th fifth first second somewhere in between I, it's like uh, kim mcneil and Hurst team it where we are in, in october it really is irrelevant to where we want to be come march so that's the honest truth now here's what the the, the thought process is picked fifth, higher than this team's been picked, this program's been picked in the AAC, uh, you know, to this point. It, a positive for our program for the same reasons that we spoke about. The consistency of our players returning, the continuity, the retention, the consistency of the coaching staff and the incredible and very fortunate, the pour in by our administration into this basketball program. Those are positives that we're gonna build on. But the reality is every single team, one through 14, is chasing to be number one in March. And so what, where we're at now is just a sign that, hey, we're building positive momentum and we'll take that. But that was forgotten that Tuesday that we got back and we started practice. All right, uh, Mike Schwartz earlier today at ECU Basketball Media Day. I uh, spoke about Brandon Johnson's offseason last year and how he went from simply playing in the paint to outside shooting more threes than just about anybody on the team and asked Coach Schwartz, has anybody else had a Brandon Johnson-like offseason where you kind of look at him and say, wow, that's a different player. That's a, a much improved player. Uh, he talked a little bit about Brandon and uh, I mentioned another name or two. Cut 11. Yeah, you know, we talk, I think we sat right here 
and it was in this moment that we said, you know, Brandon Johnson had three threes his first year at ECU. And I said, uh, we guarantee you, you'll see, uh, you'll see that this year and a lot more. And Brandon hit three in that very first game versus Mercer. And then obviously ended up being one of our leading three-point shooters. And he has continued to work just as tirelessly, put just as much time and effort into becoming better and expanding his game. So we'll continue to see that. I think Brandon, as good as he was at the end of last year, he's a different player right now in a very positive way. So I'm excited about that. Valentino is somebody that fits in that conversation because of what he did. He's so much more comfortable on offense, keeping our offense moving side to side and making plays out of our offense. Not necessarily just scoring, but just the understanding and the confidence to do that. Um, I think Caleb is playing right now like a real point guard, Caleb LeCount. And that's going to be strong. He's playing like the, the pit bull we need him to be. We talk, it's, it's one thing to say it as a freshman. He did it in certain games. But he's playing 94 feet of defense right now and really proud of what he's doing. And I know there's other guys. You know, RJ's had a great summer. Jaden Walker had a really good summer. But I think all our guys put a lot of time in the gym. Quentin DeBunje and Ben Bayel are shooting the ball as good as they've shot it since they've been, you know, at ECU this summer, this preseason. They're really shooting it well. We track it every day in practice. So it's excited about this group. Just got to see this. Got to see how we come together. And you love what you see every day in practice from these guys. But until you have 11 guys sitting on the bench and five guys in the game and how that rotation happens, you don't really know truly what it looks like. And we'll get a feel this weekend. All right, and uh, finally, let's hear one more. Mike Schwartz talked about the non-conference slate for ECU. Cut 12. Very excited. You know, when we got here last year, we said we, we want to try and create a really powerful schedule, you know, and, and build that strength of schedule as the, as the years go, as the seasons go. And that includes having great home games. You know, we are so fortunate to have 20 home games this year. I've been in this a long time, 25 years I think it is now, and never been a part of a program everywhere I've been that's been able to have 20 home games. And to be able to do that, just so thankful to the administration with our MTE, with Kennesaw State, Northeastern, and Georgia Southern coming in. But South Carolina is a running series. We obviously played them on a neutral site last year. They'll be in our building this year. We go to Columbia next year. George Mason, we're going to George Mason. George Mason will be in our building next year. Wilmington will be here this year. They'll be here next year. And I said this last year, we don't have to schedule year to year at ECU. We're going to put series together. We're going to put neutral games. We're going to have a running because that, that, that builds excitement year to year. And we have everything it takes to do that here. And we've started to do that. We have a long way to go from a standpoint of the strength of schedule of Florida and a neutral site in Lakeland, South Carolina coming here, Wilmington, Mason, the MTE. It's to prepare for one of the toughest conferences in the country once we get to American play on January 2nd versus Florida Atlantic. So that's what we want to have, a very tough non-conference schedule that prepares us for what we know is a grueling American conference. Mike Schwartz, the table pounder, the podium pounder earlier today, and a ton of respect to Coach Schwartz. He is a great question answerer. You ask a question, he's going to answer that thing to the best of his ability, and uh, we really enjoy uh, getting to talk to him and interact with him. And he'll probably tell you great question. Great question, great point. Uh, he makes you feel good. Mike P said, doesn't sound like Coach has a ton of respect for preseason conference polls. I don't put words in his mouth. He didn't say that. I, 
uh great disrespect by you <laughs> yeah ton of disrespect by you mike p uh but i i feel like he gives i'm ready to ask coach kim mcneil tomorrow i'm gonna say hey they picked us second doesn't have the same ring as they picked us last so how do you handle this preseason poll now it was talked about last year they made it clear that they knew they were picked last will they embrace this this new target on the back or do you ignore it i'll ask uh, kim mcneil tomorrow great question ton of respect thank you ton ton of respect to clip brock thank you coach uh let's take a break we'll come back when we return we'll hear from chandler's new best friend mark adams and some of the pirate players as well as we roll on our media day recap with ecu basketball marcus crandall rod coleman joining us hour three and if we have time some ecu basketball or excuse me ecu football audio to get to with mike houston donnie kirkpatrick and blake harrell more to go back with you pirate radio live on a hall of fame thursday back after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store experience is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Looking at the uh, pictures posted by Pirate Radio from Media Day. Why do the guys keep throwing up the crossbones you were talking to, Chandler? Were they instructed to do that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I see Sear Malanga doing it, and I see Caleb LeCount doing it. Um, I asked them what their message was to the Pirate Nation. I said, there's a lot of people excited for ECU basketball. I said, what's your message? And basically, they just were like, go Pirates. And they just like gave okay. up a... Uh, they gave up uh, crossbones. And then what's going on in this uh, photo? Oh, we're just hanging out. Two two best friends hanging out, talking shop. The way Mark Adams looks into your eyes. Oh, yeah. I, I can mean, tell y'all hit The it intensity yeah. of which he stares at you. You know, it always makes me feel good when someone says my name in conversation mm-hmm. and he just kept saying my name in the conversation. I well, like, I want to hear that right now. And I even included a little bit of the small talk because I felt like it was important to add no at the beginning oh okay there's a little small talk at the beginning so here is chandler with his new main man mark adams earlier today at ecu basketball media day wait what it said all right ecu basketball media day whoops not that one (laughs) mark adams there it is okay wait what was that though i'm curious that was Uh, cam hayes well, I should have edited that better. I don't know why I had all that in there. Yeah, that was Cam Hayes. All okay, right. here's Mark Adams. I'm sorry. Let's see what this sounds like. I, I was thinking, could Mark Adams be the the 
pseudo date he has this evening? That would be something if you're hanging out with Mark Adams tonight. I mean, you said you're he just going to hang. A, he said he wanted a pizza and watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's Mark Adams. All right. Now, y'all from here? Uh, I'm originally from Clinton, North Carolina, which is about an hour and 45 minutes away. Okay. I'm a former long snapper. Um, but I went to school here at ECU, and then I graduated, and I never left. So right. I, was, I, I interned here at Pirate Radio for oh, okay. four and a half years, and they offered me the job. So I've, I've been here. I've been an official employee for three years. So I, August was seven years I've been in Greenville. So. Great. Well, I know it's always a blessing when, when you can do something you love doing. Absolutely. You know? And I'm loving what I do. I, I know. I and I get, to, I, mean, I get to talk to Mark Adams right oh, now. Oh, well, I don't know about that. That may be a low point of the day. <laughs> so, all right. All right, let's go. You ready? You bet. All right, Mark Adams here, EC Basketball Media Day 2023. First of all, Mark, uh, Coach Mark, I should say, Welcome to Greenville. Well, thank you, Chandler. I appreciate it. My wife and I love it here and uh, love the weather, the people, and everybody's been so hospitable. It just, uh, you would think that I'm I'm already, that I was born out here in North Carolina because everybody's just opened us with welcome arms. But uh, we've enjoyed, uh, you know, been here about three months, and I feel like I've been here a year, and I feel at home. Well, I remember getting the news that Mark Adams was joining the staff, and the first thing I kind of was thinking is, what, what's the connection between you and Coach Schwartz? Yeah, you know, our connection, if you, you know, we're somewhat a little bit from the same family tree. Um, I've known Coach Barnes from a long time. He was out at Texas, and so he's always been a mentor. And so, you know, through Coach Barnes, I've known a lot about Coach Schwartz. But the, the real uh, connection is Riley Davis. Riley played for me. Riley's near like he's. I nearly call him a you know a second son to him. He just loved the guy we kept up uh, over the last you know 15 years, and and he just, you know again he loves Coach Schwartz, and I've known a lot about the program, known about him. So this is a I want to go someplace where I could uh, feel at home, feel needed, and uh, feel like I can make a difference. And and uh, boy, I, I, God's blessed me. I'm I'm right where I need to be. The first thing that we found out when Coach Schwartz was hired is that he hangs his hat on defense. And when you got hired, I was like, well, there's the connection there because you're a big defensive guy. So did that play a big part in coming here and trying to kind of emphasize your defensive schemes here at East Carolina? You know, it really did, Chandler, because, you know, if you're in a system where the, the focus and the parties on, you know, in a certain other area, whether it could be different different type of defensive zone or fast, you know, where you're pressing and, and um, you know, just the tempo of the style. But um, I love Coach Schwartz, where they guarded in the past, and we have so many similarities in our in our styles of play and our philosophy. So it's an easy fit for me. And, and, and I work for Tubby Smith, who's a great coach, Chris beard and uh but and they you know they like defense but coach Schwartz loves it you know he has a passion for it like I do so uh I'll ask you this something that here at East Carolina that we have not seen in a while and that is staying intact um what we've seen in the past is people leaving seems like every year there's a new team besides one guy transferring out we do have some new guys with you know Cam Hayes Bobby Pettiford uh, the freshmen that we have coming in. Uh, but a lot of these guys played here last year and started. I think Coach Schwartz said that there's seven guys that started last year on last year's squad. So uh, talk about the chemistry of this team and uh, what you see out of this team as we're 18 days away from tip-off. Yeah, it's interesting you say that, Chandler, because the, the first thing that, that really stuck out with me is that we have eight guys back. Seven of them were, you know, started at some point. But to have that many returners at, at you know, school here, uh, that you know, because you, now you've got the the transfer portal, and, and with NIL kids are just they always think the grass is greener someplace else, and it's hard to keep 
players intact. And that's not good for the team, for the players, or for the fans. But it just says a lot for this coaching staff that they're able to to be able the retention here to keep so many kids here that they're doing things the right way, they're developing the right way, and they appreciate it. So I was excited to see we have a good core of guys, and uh, you know you've got you know you've got guys like uh, Ezra that's uh, can play multiple positions, and and uh, Brandon that's uh, you know both those guys with size, and and then you've got um, you know you you've got a guy um, like Jaden that can you know that's uh, six foot five two. We, we got length, we got athleticism with this team. So, uh, you know, Quentin's a great athlete. So, I, these we like to switch a lot on defense and, and and pressure. And so, these guys can play both positions, and then we feel like put a lot of pressure on the ball. I'll leave you with this question. It might be the toughest question I ask you: Texas barbecue or Eastern North Carolina barbecue? <laughs> you know, uh, that's a great question because barbecue is famous out there, just you know, Chandler. But uh, that was, uh, what I do know is I'd like to have unsweet tea with it. You know, this sweet tea is something I'm not used to, but, you know, I've had some great barbecue. But, you know, I'm going to say North Carolina barbecue. All right, that's a good answer. <laughs> Mark Adams, EC Basketball Media Day 2023. We're glad to have you in Greenville, Coach. Thank you, Chandler. Appreciate it. God bless you. All right, man. What an interview, Chan, man. Thank you. That might have been your best. And I see why y'all hit it off so well, and I know what you're saying. It, if a coach says your name like that, it makes you feel good. It, it really lightens up, lightens you up inside. He dropped like five Chandler bombs on you. Oh yeah, he 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 kept on. I, I've had someone tell me, like me being in the sales world, the he's like, you know what the greatest word is to somebody, or like it's like their name, saying he, their he, name, saying their name in a conversation yeah. it makes them feel good. It makes you feel good. It does. Remember when it backfired on Mike Schwartz when he called? I mean, clip, uh, clip. It makes you feel good. Oh, just you saying that. I mean, surely, just think about it. It makes you feel good. Remember when Mike Schwartz hey, Marcus, called uh, it makes Jeff you feel Charles good. the wrong name? All right, can this guy get out of here? Who's that guy? Oh my God, he is lurking. Get this Holy guy that out of here. That is get scary. him what? out of here. Oh my God, get that guy out of Lock here. Lock the door. I just, I just. I, okay, <laughs> that was the freakiest thing. Get out of here! I, I hope he. I hope he can hear us outside. Get out of here! I just put in the YouTube chat. Is that person that we just saw outside the window lurking in the YouTube chat? Because if so, I'm gonna need him to keep it down when we're doing interviews because his voice is bleeding into our audio. He needs to show a little hashtag respect. And now he's looking into our windows like a creep. Oh, my God. That was scary. Get out of here, dude. This is Halloween season. You know how bad he wishes he can come in here on the show? Oh, the chills that just went through my body Ugh. looking Ugh. outside the window Ugh. and seeing a, a human igloo standing outside. Whoo, heebie-jeebies. All right. Good. Uh, yes, Josh. That's exactly what just happened. Um, great interview. Thank you. Ton of respect to you, Chandler. Ton of respect. Speaking of sounds le- like leaking into the audio, the the pounding of the podium was hardcore from Mike Schwartz earlier. It was. All right, let's uh, let's hit one more interview. Let's hit another coach interview. I talked to Riley Davis, who Mark Adams uh, said was a big reason he's here. By the way, Mark Adams like not just kind of fading into the twilight of his life and coaching career like he's he's bought in he talked about the players i loved when he was talking about switching on defense and i just feel like he's gonna bring a lot to the table like seriously so i'm excited seriously about that. serious i'm being serious can we be serious for a moment 
right, seriously. For one moment on this show. Yeah. Uh, Riley Davis bought in as well. I had a chance to catch up with the assistant basketball coach of East Carolina, and here is that chat. All right, uh, Coach Davis getting ready for another year. Uh, what's the excitement like building here until uh, the next couple weeks when you guys can get out there? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, this time of year you, you've just been, and I'm sure the other coaches have talked about this, you've just been practicing against yourself. You, you can only scrimmage against yourself. Your guys are getting on edge with each other, on edge with you, you on edge with them. So, I mean, I mean, the excitement is high, you know, just to, to play another team. Uh, the, one of the weirdest things about college basketball to me is the super secret scrimmages that go on, and I know you can't talk about them. <laughs> are y'all participating in those, though? Can no, you say are. that? Okay. Yeah, we are. So we you are. are being able to see a little bit of yeah. a different opponent. Yep, you got it. Um, with the, I asked Coach Schwartz about this. Like, how thankful are you that in 2023, in today's age, you're able to return all these players and have this continuity? Because oh. now it's like the rarity of it all. Oh, man. Well, you know, since Coach took the job, that's all I talked to us about um, retaining and developing, you know, and, and just doing everything we could to get guys to come back and, and build the program that way. And I'll, I know you all heard him talk about that, uh, building a great program as opposed to just a great team. Um, it's huge. I mean, it's the, the crux of the program, and that's been his play since day one. Brandon Johnson made a big leap from uh, his first year to year two, and, and Coach said Valentino has made a, a big leap this offseason. Anybody else in particular stand out to you where you're like, man, that, that guy looks a little different than he did the previous well, year? Well, you know, it, there's there's a level of that to every guy, every returner. Um, you know, off the top of our head, Val, he really jumps out there, as, as you said, Coach said. Um, Caleb, you know, and, and Caleb just he has a, a real inner belief to him and a, a, a confident swagger where he really he kind of brings people together you know for what he lacks in size obviously he, he makes up for and he's still got some challenges that we're challenging him to uh, defensively but he makes up for and just his ability to bring guys together so I, I think he probably doesn't get talked about enough um, but man I'm telling you all the guys just because of what coach does with the player development you almost you could you could do a dissertation on every single player It'd be unfair to just talk about right. one. You know? How's the the buy-in from newcomers with the defense? It is defense first here, and the the upperclassmen, the veterans, talk about it. How about with with Bobby and the freshmen and, and Cam and those guys? Well, you know they're older, and and yeah. usually when when guys are older, what they're really talking about is their understanding of defense. I mean, because that's the hardest adjustment for guys going from high school to college. So, buy-in's been exceptional, and again, you know talking about from day one what coach wanted coach schwartz i mean he, he's just a defensive dude you know since day one it's always been defense 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 and in the recruiting process we talked to them about that so they're not coming into a situation that they didn't fully understand i mean coach is very clear in what he says in recruiting um very upfront with these guys so that's part of the reason why we went after these guys um so the buy-in it, it's been really good it's been good 
Uh, I can tell you, and you don't care about this, but ECU basketball has struggled over the years, oh, yeah. but that was no before you got here. Um, but y'all's focus is turning this into a winner, and from what you've seen so far with the fan base and uh, the student crowds that were really good last year, yep. you, you believe this place can be a, a winner in basketball? Yeah, there's no doubt, man. I mean, first of all, obviously, it's a great basketball area. Era, area when you talk about the players that have come out, yeah. come out of here in the 252 area, the fans, they, they know what good basketball looks like. And that's an incredible blessing when you think about home court advantage. Um, I just think that if we can get these guys to buy in what we've just been talking about, um, the fans, I, I, they're going to really appreciate what Coach is doing. Yeah. And that they're going to see it. They're going to see it come to fruition. And, it, you know, we talk about this place all the time, just being kind of like a sleeping giant. Yeah. And we really believe it. We really believe it. Um, I mean, the brand of the Pirate, <laughs> it's huge. It's, it's recognizable. Like, people know it. You know, they see it, and they know that's ECU across the country. And that, that's not at every university. It's really not. Yeah. Um, but we get these guys buying in, which they are, and the fans are coming. They're going to see what Coach is doing. There's no doubt. All right, Riley Davis uh, likes what's happening here in Greenville, North Carolina. Pretty cool to hear uh, his passion for the school and this program. All right, let's take a break. We got one more segment to go for hour two, and then we'll send it to hour three and talk to Marcus Crandall and Rod Coleman. Marcus Crandall in the Hall of Fame, Rod Coleman being inducted on Friday night. So there you go. I'll take a break, come back. The Hall of Fame Thursday show rolls on when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in green along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a single game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And they have a weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live, wrapping up hour number two. Something transpired last segment. Uh, Chandler noticed it outside our windows here a lurker from the past an igloo of sorts a guy that we really don't want to see during three to six nope outside of that maybe but maybe maybe but between three and six no don't want to see him nope don't want to hear about him nope don't want to even hear his name no name redacted name redacted uh so he parked right outside the you know right right in our lot that we share with ube so uh who told him he could do that good question hey let's have him let's get him towed <laughs> yes i know a towing guy do you, can we get a boot 
I think a boot would almost be better than a toe. I, I can tell you that I Let's have unlimited off. permission from one owner of said parking lot that we can tow. Ooh. All right. Well, that that's a next level prank. We just went early, like entry level prank. So I got a on what I believe is his vehicle, but I'm not 100% sure. I got a pirate radio sticker. <laughs> I did not stick it on. I just raised the wiper on the rear windshield, put the sticker so it's it looks like it's stuck on. You know what? Great respect. But it's not stuck on. I didn't go that far. Oh, I would have. But there is a pirate radio sticker on the back of his car right now, and I sent him that via text, and he said, Wrong car, but nice try. Wrong car, but nice try. And now I don't know if he's screwing with me. If we've got a, oh, no. a double screw going on, or if it is the right car. Wow. I'm going to bite the bullet and I'm going to leave it on. Because, worst case scenario, somebody gets a free pirate radio sticker. Best case, we prank name redacted. And I hope the best case wins. Yeah. Now, again, we could just get them towed and just go to plan B. I know a towing guy. Plan B. Does he have a way to, like, could we move it? Like, not necessarily tow. We could move it to a different spot or hide it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Maybe put it in the back of the Pirate Radio Studios. <laughs> but we should get him hard towed. I wish uh, Joey was here. He's the prank guy. We should get him towed. He would give us something to do. Get a get towed. We're going to get towed. What's your uh, your vibe check for Saturday, Chandler? Mm. Six and a half. I haven't like brought you down, have I? No. Because you're I, your I'm own down man. on myself. You can feel the way yeah. you want to feel about ECU football. Yeah. Um, when it comes to this matchup with ECU Charlotte, I feel pretty good. <laughs> it's crazy, but Charlotte's not good. Charlotte's offense is just as bad as ours. Uh, it's going to be a defensive game. And I think if that's the case, I feel really good about our chances because I really like this defense that Blake Carroll has. I do foresee a, some sacks, some turnover, like a, a dominant defensive effort. That's what I'm hoping for. Because right now Defense I'm, putting the offense in good situations to score. To kick field goals. To maybe cash in a touchdown here or there. But right now, that's, uh, that's about all I got. Strong defensive performance by the Pirates coming up on Saturday. We'll be with you 10 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Steve brings up a good point. We're not 100% sure that the sticker I put on that car is name redacted's car, yet we're going to plan B, which is towing that car. We could have somebody's car towed. Dude. I love that is not that is a good point like i love how target. we're not sure if that's his car we're like let's get it towed but we'll tow it let's yeah. get it. we're worried about the sticker thing but are ready to go with the tow go with the tea <laughs> somebody comes out of uve man i got some great stuff got uh got my uh gear for saturday let's go to the car let's go home and then <laughs> the car is gone that car is gone and when they find their car at the towing place hey you got a gift you got a pirate radio sticker they're gonna know who did it immediately because there's a pirate radio sticker on it not only <laughs> are we committing a crime we are leaving traces of uh 
our DNA. And name redacted has the proof that we put it on there. So, yeah. He could be a, in a, a witness on the stand for the prosecution. And all this is on tape. Shirley, can we redact this entire segment? Sure. All right. Let's get this one out of the uh, archives. This segment never happened. You weren't here. You didn't hear any of this. You didn't see any of this. There's no sticker. There's no car. There's no name redacted. None of this ever happened. All right. Let's uh, take a break. When we return, ECU Hall of Famer Marcus Crandall will join us in studio. We got some uh, Mike Houston audio, Donnie Kirkpatrick, Blake Harrell, and we'll try to hook up with Rod Coleman, who will be inducted into the ECU Hall of Fame. Got that and more on the way. Pirate Radio Live on a Hall of Fame Thursday. We are back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. At the Appliances Superstore, they make buying appliances easy. It's just that simple. The Appliances Superstore has the largest selection of in-stock appliances in Eastern North Carolina, which helps our customers save money every day. And they offer a 12-month warranty on every appliance, plus they'll deliver and set up your new appliance and remove your old ones. The Appliances Superstore, off Highway 264, behind the new DMV, or shop online at appliancessuperstore.com. Remember, we make buying appliances easy at the Appliances Superstore. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Appliances Superstore. I have an update real quick on the uh, car and our prank. So uh, I, looked, oh, no. I looked outside during the break. Uh, the car that I put the sticker, the Pirate Radio sticker on that we thought might be uh, name redacted's car. It's gone. The car is gone. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. Oh. it was not his car unless chandler you had a toad during the break no i didn't okay good good it was good. me uh oh dear so right. um well hey, well, hey who, if you're who, listening to 92.7 fm enjoy that sticker enjoy your new fresh pirate <laughs> congratulations sticker. you have a new sticker you have just won <laughs> we are not good prankers i can tell you that that one backfired that on us. That is classic. <laughs> that is such a classic move by you guys. Well, guess what we're about to do. We're going to find a new car and put a sticker on it. I think I know the one now, so get another sticker. All right, ECU Hall of Famer Marcus Crandall joining us here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Marcus, how you doing, man? I'm blessed and highly favored to be here, man. And uh, you might have a Pirate Radio sticker on your car by the time you walk out, because we might just put them on all of them out there. Oh, man, you're going to get me towed? <laughs> no, we're not going to tow you, Marcus. You're safe. We're not going to tell you all right uh let's head out speaking of all the famers to the halloween express live line joining us former pirate d lineman nfler and soon to be ecu hall of famer rod coleman joins us today on pirate radio live rod appreciate your time how you doing man rod you, th- you we got you yes i'm here there he is you how you doing rod 
I'm doing well. I'm doing well. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Great to uh, to have you on, and congratulations. I'm sitting right next to an ECU Hall of Famer, Marcus Crandall. And, Rod, uh, talk about getting the announcement. Where were you? What was the feeling like knowing you would be inducted into the ECU Hall of Fame? Uh, I was I was just sitting at home, just getting out the bed. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did it hit you, Rod, when you heard it? Oh, man, I was just surprised. Like, huh? Like, oh, this for real? <laughs> right. And I got up, read it about two, three times. <laughs> like, oh, wow. So, yeah, so it, it kind of kicked in after the third time I read it. That's awesome. Is that is it something you ever thought about, Rod, since your, you know, NFL playing days and retiring? And did you think, uh, you know, one day I'm going to be in the ECU Hall of Fame, or was that not on your mind at all? Uh, honestly, nah, I was just in the ECU. I was just trying to set records and break records. That was my goal and win games. So, and I just let the, you know, let the dominoes fall where they fall, but uh, I'm very honored for it. I just went out there and worked hard, and I just – you know, that things just work out how they should. Yeah, talk about that work ethic, Rod. Um, what it took for you to get there and do the, do the accomplish the things that you accomplished here. And uh, you know, of course, uh, of course, uh, many of us, um, you know, we we talk about the the person that uh, the catalyst who kind of uh, had a hand in all of um, our careers uh, for for the most part in the early '90s and in uh, a little bit after. So, uh, talk to us a little bit about that and how it was for you. Uh, when I first got there with, with the old guys like Mark C and them, you know, they out there running 300. <laughs> and first time I uh, ran a 300, I was like, nah, I don't even want to be here. I don't want to play football. So, but uh, the veterans, they helped me out a whole lot, just making it through that first summer and um, just working out. Coach Connors, you know, he's a he's a great coach. I'm a strength and condition coach, very knowledgeable So. They put weight on me my first year in like two months. I think I gained about 35 pounds. <laughs> so, so, yeah, but, uh, yeah, man, I always just want to work hard, bust my butt on every play, every situation. I always want to be a part of part of win. So I did everything that it took, you know, from the film study to doing extra reps to just pushing myself because I was competing with the seniors. You know, I didn't want to want to disappoint them. And so came in and just worked hard. Whatever they was doing, I tried to do it. So, so that I'm dedicated. I'm here to be, be a pirate. So it all paid off. Rod Coleman joining us, being inducted into the ECU Hall of Fame. And, Rod, how, how did a, a kid from Philadelphia get to Greenville? What was your recruitment like, and uh, how'd you end up here at East Carolina? Uh, it was a wild ride because I um, <laughs> had offers from um, schools up north, but um, the SAT, it just, it just was rough. And um, took it a couple times and, you know, didn't pass it. But uh, East Carolina stood there, with, stood there with me. And my third time I passed it. And uh, like I say, everything happened for a reason. And I mean, I wasn't happy when it happened. But at the end of the day, I'm great that it happened. Now I get the chance to be in the East Carolina Hall of Fame. And uh, my teacher, one of my teachers, uh, Dave Smeagol, you know, he uh, contacted East Carolina with my film, and, you know, the rest is history. 
that's awesome we've heard kind of similar stories about that teachers helping out marcus people in your past getting to getting you to where you are today so that's fantastic how about these names uh marcus you got dwight freeney ocu manura michael strahan <laughs> richard seymour uh D- Derek burgess just naming a few names rod coleman part of that list too uh on the 2005 all pro team uh what was that honor like you were up there with the greats uh rod <laughs> Hey, I just I just like to compete. You know, when I'm on the field, I'm competing. I'm competing with my teammates. I'm competing with the other team's best players. So I, I just like to compete. And um, all those guys, when I took the field against those guys or I've seen their stats, I always want to outdo them. And that's, that's my whole thing. Let me know what I need to do, and I'm going to try to outdo them. Who was the uh, the toughest guy that that you had to go up against, uh, offensive lineman wise? Who were the guys that you, you you enjoyed facing for the competition, but were but were really tough guys? Yeah, I used to hate this question. <laughs> <laughs> or you could tell us who you dominated. You could do go that route too. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I used to enjoy playing against a lot of guys. From, you know, uh, San Diego Chargers old lineman. You just seeing the. Uh, the confusion in their eyes, um, just a lot of guys around the league that, um, you know, I enjoyed playing against because I knew I was going to dominate them. But um, uh, I can't think of the guy named in Seattle. This is the only guy gave me problems. I never liked playing against short line. He just got inducted into the um, NFL Hall of Fame. Um, there was a Walter Jones. Was it Jones? No, nah, it was a guard. Okay. Um, and then uh, Willis, Willis from Kansas City. You know, I didn't never liked playing against short uh, offensive line, you know, because they could get low with me. But I, I enjoy playing against the ones that are six five and up, the big boys. I like to make them work and run around and bend their knees. So anytime I go against a short old lineman, you know, I had to work harder. Was it uh, was it Steve Hutchinson? Was that the name? Yeah, yeah, Steve. Yep. <laughs> There's the guy. Yeah. Good job. Rod did not want to see that short guy, that, that guy coming. Up. <laughs> well, I mean, because the guy, he, you know, he just. You know, from his rookie year, he just he just worked hard. I mean, mm-hmm. when we went against each other, he just worked hard. He was focused, never said anything. You know, <laughs> started getting guys here. He just never said anything. Came to work. You yep, but it but it didn't uh, didn't stop you from um, you know just uh, being persistent and getting after the quarterback, though, right, Rod? I mean. Um, you talk about uh, getting to the level that you achieved and uh, what it took for you to get there, but it, it's it's that relentless approach, um, every down, every play, um, and it starts in the off season, like you mentioned, in regards to you know they putting on the weight and all those things, the sacrifice. Um, man, man, what what did it when you made that Pro Bowl? How did it feel for you for that man to to know you know you you were a, a young guy coming out of Philadelphia, uh, underweight. And uh, putting on the weight to to do uh, what you had to do um, in order to play the position, and then to go through ECU and then get drafted by the Raiders. No, uh, it was a it was a great time uh, when I got drafted. I was um, I was coming back home from playing basketball uh, at ECU at the gym, and walked back in the house, and you know uh, my buddy Norris was in the living room, and I just walked in my room, and they just started yelling. I'm like, what? What, what y'all yelling for? Turn on the TV and I just see my name. So it was a <laughs> interesting moment, <laughs> you know. So it was a great moment, and um, just from that, I just knew I had to just keep working hard and just keep doing what I've been doing and just take it to another level. And so being in 
in Oakland, you know, we had a great strength coach out there, and I, I'm always close to the strength coach. And so I just worked hard. And being there, I got there at two, 255. By the first season, I was 285. So. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> that was my whole NFL career. Game right. gets bigger, gets bigger. I heard that throughout of my football career. And, um, but yeah, just going to the Pro Bowl, it was, uh, it was great because I've been busting my butt for years and, uh, just finally paid off. And, and then they told me, well, it was because of my jersey number. I always wore 57. And so when I went to Atlanta, I had 75. <laughs> and so back then, you know, they just go, I mean, people just go off the, the number, the higher number because they just assume linemen have higher numbers. But it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a big deal that I only made one, but I made it. That was, that's absolutely make it. Great mountain man. Great career with the Falcons. Also, you mentioned the the Raiders, uh, Rod. And what's it like to turn on a game and see the Raiders playing in Vegas? It doesn't feel right to me. How about a, a, you as a former player? Does it feel right to you? It, it's still weird. I live in Vegas, so oh nice over there. <laughs> yeah, but um, Vegas. It was a good move for them because now people to come out there and see their team. You know, you send a team as excuse to get to Vegas. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's, People already had an excuse to get to Vegas. But now they can yeah, say, now, honey, now I'm going to a football they, game. They, I'm right, not going man. to go party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I mean, the city is different, man. It's You know, you, you do have a lot of fun, and the, the game is always sold out. So, yeah, the, the fans love the Raiders being there. The city is just traffic on Sundays. Rod Coleman joining us, uh, ECU career single season, single game leader in sacks and going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Rod, uh, I always like to ask you guys that played in the 90s, any uh, any good Steve Logan stories? I know he was kind of focused on the offensive side, but uh, talking to the whole team, he was uh, an interesting guy to play for, I'm sure, Rod. So what do you remember about uh, Coach Logan? Oh, man, just that high-pitched voice when you get mad. So, you know, it's time to practice <laughs> The defense, we if we just like in a rut, we just we just do something to, just to make him mad, just to laugh. So, you know, <laughs> pretty, just just to hear that high pitched voice and <laughs> irritating. <laughs> so, that's that's what I remember. Just always that voice. Did he call you Roderick or uh, or Rod? I get Roderick. What, what would he call you? <laughs> that's Man, pretty good. There. <laughs> it, just, it just it just depends, you know, from doing something good. It was Rod doing some bad as either Rod, Rodney or <laughs> whatever. Came Make up a name. <laughs> yeah, he, he changed my name a lot of times. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Rod Coleman joining us here today on the Halloween Express Live Line will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, so, Rod, what are you up to these days? You said you're out in Vegas. Uh, are you still in the football world at all, or are you doing other things? Uh, no, nah, I, I used to coach, but now I'm just just a uh, – Family man, you know, something that I didn't have uh, a chance to do full time. So I said just watching, going visit my kids and seeing everybody just grow and start their own family. 
yeah that's awesome uh rod pirates struggling right now one and five but the defense has been the bright spot this year it's just the offense uh can't seem to come through uh late in the games and the defense can hold up for three three and a half quarters and finally the dam breaks and and one of those things but uh hopefully uh you'll be able to check them out uh this weekend but uh how much do you follow pirate football these days Uh, that couple of good years going into this year but this year has been a struggle for them Oh, yeah, I, I watch college football all the time, and I keep up with the Pirates. So I catch uh, their games when I can. And, yeah, the defense is pretty good. They hold it down, but, you know, the offense just just trying to get it together. You know, the new quarterback, uh, new receivers, just new players. And so this first year is just difficult. So hopefully they could get it together the second half of the season and catch out the defense and pull it all together and just finish strong well it's a lot of changes around here rod i guess one constant is uh, steve shankweiler he's still here in a capacity so uh you'll recognize him but uh you're you gonna be able to get here this weekend and uh, enjoy the festivities oh yes i, I will be there uh tomorrow awesome yes. good i will be there tomorrow yeah i talked to shank yesterday I talked to coach shank yesterday but uh i'm looking forward to being back in greenville I haven't been in greenville and Thanks, man. It's been some years, but um, last time I was there, the city just—I mean, I was just amazed how how the city has grown. So I'm um, I'm looking forward to see the expansion and just the growth of uh, Greenville. Awesome, and uh, Rod will be honored on the field coming up Saturday. Uh, the voice, Jeff Charles, going into the Hall of Fame. We talked to his wife, Debbie, uh, earlier in the show. Seth Manis, former Pirate pitcher, as well, part of the festivities coming up. So, huge weekend, and uh, Rod, awesome uh, that you're going to be a part of it. Uh, enjoy your time here in Greenville, man, and congratulations. Great honor for you. All right, thank you. Good talking to you, Mark C. Yes, you too, man. Good hearing your voice, man, and congratulations. All right. Well-deserved. There he is. Rod Coleman joining us today on the Halloween Express live line. Marcus, do uh, all current Hall of Famers get involved at all on Hall of Fame weekend? Will you kind of pass the torch to Rod? Or uh, No, I'm not, not going to pass the torch. Not, I'm, I'm not. I'm a, well, you'll be with us I, on game day. I, I, yes. So we need I, you I'm here. Gonna, I'm going to be here for that. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but it is a, a very special weekend. and uh, It is. Talking to Seth Manis, talking to Miss Debbie Charles, and, uh, and Rod. Uh, you can hear it kind of in his voice, too. He was similar to Seth where – man just put up tremendous numbers have records that still stand today but after all those years and you've moved on and and rod's doing his thing in vegas seth manis is a coach at uncg you kind of forget about it it's not like it's on their mind that hey i should get that call for the hall of fame and that makes it even more special they kind of get it out of the blue like that yeah it is man it's 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 surprising uh when you get the call and um and going through it like he mentioned he was like are you for real and then it uh then it just hits you right and um well, it supposedly hit you, you know, yeah. because it's like, all right, I'm going in. But, you know, it's still going to take a while for him to get up there, receive everything. And um, all those moments leading up to and after, man, it's just uh, it's just a surreal moment uh, to, to soak up all at one time. And um, throughout his, you know, hopefully he lives a long life and uh, realize what he's done and accomplished uh, here at ECU and in the pros. And, um, you know, be a, a, a just a... 
a good person to um, you know for for kids to look at and, and uh, model, so to speak, in regards to their careers. And uh, we were campaigning. We here at the the studio and the Pirate Nation uh, abound campaigning for Marcus Crandall. So you shouldn't have been surprised. You it took way too long, but you finally got in. Just like Jeff Charles campaigned week after week year after year for uh, leonard henry and is still waiting for that one man it's, it's god's timing man and yeah. uh, he, he said it was time when last year for myself and um this year for rod and and uh and uh of course jeff and uh yeah. rest in peace and so um man all worth it all worth it uh great memories and and a uh, very special place. Let's get a break in. We'll come back. We'll uh, talk some more football, some current day football here from Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, and Blake Harrell, and get Marcus Crandall's thoughts on East Carolina and Charlotte. We also have a giveaway for you. Shirley, I believe we have another Halloween Express uh, giveaway today. So we got that coming up on uh, our Halloween Express live line. We'll get you to call in next segment. More to go. PRL, back with you after this. Living in a shotgun shack. You may find yourself in another part of the world. You may find yourself behind the wheel of the Lord. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business organization or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University sportswearenc.com the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Alright, back with you Pirate Radio Live here on a Hall of Fame Thursday. ECU Hall of Famer Marcus Grandel here inside the Pirate Radio studios. Real quick, got another uh, sticker prank update. So first of all, the, the first time we, we tried this prank I, uh, I saw what I thought was name redacted's car and i said to my right hand man chandler i said chandler this is his car right you're pretty positive and chandler's exact words were i'm more than positive well it wasn't his car because that person drove off with the pirate radio sticker on the back we think we've identified the correct vehicle this time in fact chandler i asked him again is that it and chandler said yes which he said I the said first time. more than more than positive. <laughs> <laughs> so this time, we, we got him. Ladies, got, ladies and gentlemen, right. we, we got, got him. We got it right. We have taken two stickers, <laughs> one on the passenger side front window, one on got the em. passenger side back window, and taken a picture of the Pirate Radio mural in the background, and I've tweeted said picture out. So... Ellery's going to come in and say, where's all our stickers? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had a prank. A giveaway. We had a, yeah, we, had, a we did a... And why is the police it, it calling? The, uh... <laughs> so we think... Why is the police here? <laughs> we think we got the right man this time, the right vehicle. I think that's okay. it. That's it. So, See, uh, if, you had, <laughs> that's it. if you were more than positive... <laughs> 
then I would have actually taken the backs off the stickers and placed them on said vehicle. Well, my man Chandler was more than positive, and he was dead wrong. But <laughs> so this time, it's, it's okay to be wrong sometimes. Yeah. But, hey, but this time, it, that's him. More we, than more than positive. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got him. All right. So, uh, do we have photos of said prank? Oh, I tweeted oh, it right out. Here. Oh, okay, yeah. great. So, uh, nice. hopefully, hopefully, that is the correct vehicle this time. He does have uh, small children, and there is a baby seat in the back. So, but a lot of people have small children, <laughs> and a lot of people shop next door. That's right. Chandler was uh, creeping through his vehicle, looking and trying to <laughs> see any uh, maybe some mail or something we could identify. Yeah, like. Pirate Radio Live might have to be canceled tomorrow because we will be in jail for vandalizing cars. Who's that guy looking in my vehicle? So, Marcus, as we were coming back in after (laughs) putting the stickers on the car, somebody walked out of UVE. And was walking toward us. And we were like, oh, no. We were like, that's that guy's (laughs) car. Of course. (laughs) Don't be the car. All right. So, there you go. A little fun here on uh, on a Thursday. All right. Marcus, looking for a win. And did the Pirates just pick up a win today? Because Michigan's in trouble. Did y'all see this news? Oh, Michigan. yes. I did see that. Doing a little si- a little sign stealing or something? Mm. Let's see. Uh, they are being... Let's see. The NCAA is investigating the Michigan Wolverines football program amid allegations of sign stealing, oh, the Big man. Ten Conference said on Thursday. Um, That's not good for them. Let me see if I can pick up this interview from Greg Schiano at halftime of Michigan Ruggers. Listen to what he says. How do you clean that up in the second half? Well, there's some stuff going on out there, so we just got to slow it down a little bit. There's some things going on that aren't right as well, so we'll talk about how to handle it. This Michigan defense keeping Gavin Wimsett in this passing game in check. How do you adjust? Well, just got to keep playing, you know. In the game, we just got to keep playing. All right, thanks, Coach. Something wasn't right. Something went right. And everybody was like, what's he talking about? And now (laughs) I reckon this is it. I I don't know. But um, interesting, Mark, that sign, stealing signs. And I guess if you are on the side, and and I'd love for you to speak to this as a player. So how often does that go on? I would assume if it's like – allegations and they're going to investigate it's more maybe digitally like the the astro stuff with the electronically and all and because if you're just standing on your sideline looking at what they do that should be allowed right yeah it's the the level yeah right it's the level of uh, of stealing signals i guess like if you go to go the extra mile plus right uh there, there should definitely be some um some repercussion for for that but uh yeah like you're just on the field and you're looking across and you know they're signaling and you got someone um you know taking no very good notice of yeah. those signals well that's just I, being I mean, smart right it, it is what it is right and yeah. that's and that's where you got um you know people that do signal usually when you in college football anyway now you have multiple guys signaling and so they don't know who's actually live, so to speak, in, in regards to giving the right signals. And I don't know if you saw Monday Night Football. They were – it was kind of picking on Mike McCarthy because of his uh, – he had his play chart out there and everybody could see it on camera. And also – so he had like the, – there it is, Marcus, yeah. like the entire – which I don't know if you, even if you read that you can get anything from it. A lot of jumbled words. I don't know. Maybe I mean, it is. I mean, some things you can um, decipher. Maybe if yeah. you get it, if you get a hold of it, you know what I mean. Like you can figure out the number system or whatever it is. I mean, it's color coded or 
uh, some of the words. I, I don't know. I don't know if, um, you know, because he is – Still calling the plays yeah. with the headset. Right? Can we get so. a cover sheet on the back of it or something, Mike? Yeah, yeah. The funny part yeah, was still, yes, yes. when they'd show yeah, him. Yeah. So he would have the just showing the the play chart and, and covering his mouth. The funny times are when they cut to him and he's got the play chart here and you can still see what his mouth is saying. So he's like <laughs> doing double negatives Man. on himself, pretty much. But when you're in the moment, man, oof. Yeah. I mean, you're probably not <laughs> thinking tough. about it, but right. I guess you got to now, yeah. I guess, because, yeah, that's pretty clear as to what those things, uh, uh, Q buzzer fly, Marcus, Ooh, yeah. and uh, you can see everything right, here. Right. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe they're dummy plays. Maybe he's. It uh, could be. <laughs> it could, could be. You never know. Uh, but saw that in the news today. All right. Let's hear uh, some of Mike Houston from yesterday, Shirley, as he talked about taking on Charlotte and now his practice has gone the last couple of days. I did not edit this very well. <laughs> Questions? Coach, how was practice going the last two days, game plan and everything? I think really good. Kids have uh, had really good energy. Excited about the weekend. Charlotte's been, you know, they're one and five. They lost some games, but they've been in a lot of close games. So how does that, yep. you know, talk to you guys about that? Just kind of not to take this team lightly, sort of thing. No, nah, I mean, I, this is a very talented football team we're facing. I mean, you look at, uh, you look at the guys across the board that they have, and uh, it's, I mean, they they've got really solid players. Uh, they've played really well uh, most of the year. Um, you know, coming off of a tough uh, loss at home to Navy, where they played uh, really well defensively, and then. You know, you look at the the Maryland game. I mean, came out went up fourteen nothing against Maryland. Um, you know, played Florida to the wire. I mean, this is a good football team we're facing. So, our kids know that. Because y'all had several corners play well this year. Kind of what's it like talking with Jules as far as you know who to put in and what situation to get to all those guys the opportunity. I think Jules has done a great job with that room. You know, he, he kind of had to rebuild it when he got here. Um, and I think he's done a really good job, and I think he's got you know a couple of guys that are playing uh, real well, and um, you know we got some young guys that haven't played much yet that uh, I think are going to be solid down the down the road also. I you want to beat no matter who's on the schedule, but anything extra with it being an in-state opponent and Charlotte's first time here in the American. Well, I think it's just they're the next opponent. I mean that's it. I mean you know for both of us, you know us and them. I mean it's the you know the next game, so it's the, the biggest game we got the next one. Is there a difference as far as preparation goes coming off a short week with the bye week before it, or are you just treating it like a normal game week after a long rest period? Well, I mean, I think it's uh, you got a couple of days uh, after the SMU game to um, you get your legs back, uh, which is uh, a plus. I thought we had really good energy on Tuesday, probably as a result of that. Um, but it's you know by the time you get to Wednesday, you know they're they're fully in game week mode. All right, Marcus, uh, he was asked about the corners there. And, yeah, this season's not going the way they want, but you can still find highlights and positives uh, even when things aren't going good. And last week, I know you spoke about it a lot during the game, the corners for East Carolina played great. They were under a ton of stress with deep balls oh, yes. constantly. Yeah. And and a couple times, uh, SMU got the better of them. One in particular, a fantastic catch. But um, Revel, uh, Isaiah Brown-Murray, 
uh the young jackson i mean they stood tall especially rebel but to to be put under that stress for an entire game with those deep shots boy ecu looked really good in those situations yeah at the corner position man you're you're on an island you're on an island out there because you're going to get attacked 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 by the uh by the offense especially when they've seen uh, the deep ball being completed on you before and uh, or or opportunities to to complete deep balls and so you're going to get that we saw that last week and uh those guys really stepped up to the challenge man and um and play very well overall you know as you mentioned they did have some plays um some some fantastic catches one over the shoulder very tough catch but uh overall man very outstanding play by those guys so hopefully they can Keep it up, and what I like about them is that they're they're challenging the receivers. They challenged the receivers last week, like they got up in their face, and um, you know got up in them, jammed them, tried to impede them from coming off the line of scrimmage uh, cleanly, and um, and it worked well for them. You know, you, you take your chances in those regards. In regards to um, all right, it, it's it's fifty fifty. I'm going to jam me at the line of scrimmage. Now you got to win down the field. Right, and then they did an outstanding job down the field as well. Yeah, and as we talked about with Rod Coleman a moment ago, the defense as a whole has been a bright spot for this team. And uh, the over-under, we don't talk a ton of gambling with you, Marcus, but the over-under for this game uh, earlier in the week was like at 41. So, you know, saying like a 24 to to 14, 17, 24, 17 type of game. Um, And that's a lot of respect to our defense, but these are two struggling offenses. But every week, and I think we talked about this on the post-game show, or I talked about it with Jason, when you have a strong defense, at least you can go into every game thinking, all right, we got a shot here. Because we know that our defense is going to do their part pretty much and they have all year for the most part and they really have and i think uh, that's our identity when you yeah. look at this team for the first six games man and uh, we've we've talked about it as far as establishing an identity um our defense is our identity right now unfortunately uh, we would like the offense to <clears throat> get in the, an identity as well as yeah. far as you know who they are and all of that but right now the staple of ecu pirates is the defense and uh, week in and week out, you know, they, they've done um, an exceptional job of one, which is the main thing, is uh, containing the running backs because they face some outstanding running backs uh, yeah. throughout that course. And they're going to get uh, get a dose of a plethora of running backs again, I believe, from what I've seen uh, in regards to uh, the 49ers. But, um, uh, you know, I think they're going to be stout again. Um, you know, they definitely have to guard against the pass again, uh, like they did last week. And I think if they do that, I think that's going to be the big test for them. Are they going to be, uh, are they going to able to uh, be able to do the same thing they did on the back end of the coverage or the defense as they did last week? Man, East Carolina showed promise in that second quarter offense. They got down 14 nothing. I thought it was going to be a route and mm-hmm. over, but defense uh, stood tall. And the offense put together a couple drives, uh, including one that was capped off by Mason Garcia. Touchdown run. Scored 10 in a row. Had momentum going into the locker room and had chances. uh, Down 14-10. Even after a turnover, defense stands tall again, uh, holds them to a field goal, and you're down one, you know, seven points at that point. But the offense in the second half, uh, nothing to speak of. And again, we're talking about an identity. We just don't have one on offense right now. So, I don't know. What what do you want to see, Marcus, uh, this Saturday when ECU takes the field with the ball? 
Um, you know what, man? I, I really want to see these guys kind of go back to the drawing board. And uh, when I say that in regards to each position, all right, so for receivers, I, I'd rather see them not worry about so much about catching the ball and getting the yak. All right, let's just catch the ball. If we get <laughs> if we get five or six yards, let's catch the ball, look the ball in. Yeah. All right, get what you can get. Look the ball in first. If you get tackled, you get tackled. Right. Look that ball in, secure it, and then run with the football. As opposed to what I've seen is guys putting their hands up trying to catch the ball, and then their eyes get taken off because they're thinking of yards after the catch. So if we focus on those little things. I think it'll be better. I think uh, they need to narrow that down, and then um, for the offensive line, same deal. Like picking up. Up the, the blitzes, the stunts, and all those kind of things. Just communication is key in those things, and uh, I think we got to do a better job there. Marcus Crandall joining us. We'll talk more ECU Charlotte coming up in a moment, but right now we will make you a winner and open up the Halloween Express live line with an opportunity to win a Halloween Express gift card. That is on the line on this Thursday. Shirley, what caller are we looking for? Give it away, give it away. I'm going away. away Going away, going away, going away now. I am looking for caller 12. Caller 12, 317-1250. We are going to give it away now. Greenville's premier Halloween superstore as Halloween Express gets shopping today with a gift card. We'll make it yours if you are lucky. Caller 12 back with ECU Hall of Famer Marcus Crandall after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room is your favorite place in downtown Greenville for lunch, dinner, or drinks with friends. Fifth Street serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 1030 on Saturdays and Sundays. Follow Fifth Street on Instagram for the latest events and specials. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room right beside the State Theater in downtown Greenville. And congratulations to Nick Wedby of Grimesland. Picked up a $25 gift card courtesy of Halloween Express. Halloween Express has the largest selection of mass decor and more for adults and kids. And it is right next to Target. Get to Greenville's premier Halloween superstore, Halloween Express, and get shopping today. And ask the question, what are you going to be? Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. What you going to be? Is that in vogue? Yes. All right. Mm. Big in vogue man from back in the day. All right, go. Saw them Uh, last summer, actually. That giving him something he can feel video changed my life as a youngster watching MTV back in the day. Free your mind. Great song. Love Uh, that one. uh, So the Brave season ended last, what was it? Was it last Thursday? Yeah, last Thursday. And when I say I'm not paying attention to baseball, I mean it. I just now realized there was a game going on. <laughs> uh, they're in the third inning. No score between the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. Game three of that series. Phillies up two games to none. Uh, so that is going on right now on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Astros win game three last night. It is now 2-1 to one Texas in that series. They play game four tonight, 8 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. Your NFL game. 
Jacksonville at New Orleans. Question for you football experts out there. I have Trevor Lawrence. Is Trevor Lawrence playing? As far as I know, I haven't seen anything that says that he is out. I know Zane I Jones is out. questionable, right? Yeah. I, 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 sure. I think he's like a game-time decision as far as Lawrence. Zay Jones, um, Zay is I out. guess, is Zay out. Zay is yeah. out, yes. So, my question is, do you play a banged-up Trevor Lawrence mm. or, and I picked up two different quarterbacks in two different leagues, would you play banged-up Trevor on Thursday night against the Saints or Geno Smith versus the Cardinals? Ooh, that's a tough one, man. Cardinals defense are sneaky good for the most part. Okay, I'm not for getting me, much, I'm not getting much help from my for experts me, here. I would say go with the Cardinals. Or go with Gino. Gino That's versus what, the Cardinals. Gino. Should I write? Still unknown, right? How, how much time do you have? Well, until kickoff tonight, whether or not Lawrence plays. You know, what I'm saying I got to make yeah, my decision yeah. by. Before, before tonight. Yeah, before tonight. That's what I'm in. Right now, I've got Gino in. How much in. time until the game or before the game? Uh, like pretty much until minutes? kickoff, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. All but right. but the thing is, even if Lawrence plays, he's clearly not 100%. He's not going to be 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a Thursday night, and the Saints D's pretty good, and they're They've at home. pretty good. I think signs point to Gino here. I say Gino. I okay. like Gino. All right. Now, here's another one, though. They, they had a rough one last week, but... And which like, is why I, still, I like I still him like a little bounce back. Right, absolutely. All right, in my other league, yes, I went heavy on Trevor Lawrence this year. Um, it has not worked out for me too well. So Trevor Lawrence tonight or Jordan Love at Denver? Chandler, you haven't said anything the entire segment. Well, I, I've I, chipped I'm in going, a little I'm bit. I'm going to get some love. I'm going to get some I, love I, on that yeah? one. You're against yeah. love? No, no, no. You I'm want going love. to get some love. You get love love. Get some oh, love. get some I'm love. Get, give me some love. I'm, on, some love. I, I'm in love too. I'm in love. I, I like love against Denver. Wow, y'all like love yeah. more than Gino, it sounds like. Uh, I'm more confident in Jordan Love going and dominating Denver's crappy team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because the Cardinals show fight. All right. You know what? I'm going to uh, give Lawrence a week off. I'm going to say Trevor. I think that's a, a good move. Okay. Take a break. So we got Gino and Jordan Love in at quarterback this and week. And then just <laughs> because we said sit him, I'm not holding this in. Just show out. Oh, I know. <laughs> All right. That's the way it works. I got it. Well, this might be easy. Oh. I don't know. Kirk Cousins versus San Francisco or Derek Carr tonight versus Jacksonville? Mm. Derek Carr. I mean, I don't know if I want an uh, angry San Francisco. Yeah, like I'm, Cousins I'm puts going, up I'm going some junk. Car all the way, but, but you got Cousins um, has not produced in the past Je- couple Jefferson's weeks. Well, out. Jefferson's out. Yeah. yeah, Jefferson's out. Madison hasn't been uh, the guy that I thought he was going to be this year, man. At running back, you know what? Derek Carr. Um, I've got Kamara uh, as my running back. Maybe they can double up some points tonight with a little screen pass or something. I think I'm going to go Derek Carr. All right. I haven't played Derek Carr in a while. So you got Carr and Kamara. Kamara. Yeah. Carmara. I got Carmara coming tonight. Uh, Eric, uh, I don't think I'm going to read that comment on the air, but thank you for uh, <laughs> chiming in on what you're going to buy from Halloween Express, Greenville's oh. premier Halloween superstore super right next to Target. Get shopping today. Uh, Marcus, looking at the NFL week, man, are we already on week seven? It's kind of sad. It's going fast. It is. Uh, let's see. Best game in the one o'clock window. 
Oh, <laughs> Lions at Ravens. Absolutely. Lions are for real. They are for real. And this is going to be a great test for them to see how for real are they. Um, Jared Goff is playing well. Um, they're, they're running backs, even though Montgomery's out. Uh, I'm not actually. I'm not sure if he's going to be back this week. But That's the issue. Week. Montgomery and Gibbs, I think, banged up. Right, right. And um, so they've been maintaining and still, you know, dominating for the most part. And, and um, five and one record, man. So it's uh, they they've been doing an outstanding job. I, I really like what they do with the with the offense. You know, I think. Um, the last game, though, it was a little bit more of you know, just straight drop back. Jared Goff throwing throwing the ball down the field and or whatever. Well, you know what they're but, doing uh, this year too, Marcus. They're playing defense. They are playing defense. They are. <laughs> that, that's a yes, change from last year when we started to see signs from this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, weren't they your surprise last team last year? year? Yes. Yeah. I, I I knew they weren't going to be a surprise. Oh, I figured they wouldn't be a surprise this year. I think they got put on notice last year. Oh yeah, yeah. So they gave up twenty to the Chiefs in a win. The the Seahawks game looked like the lines from the last two years. That was a 37-31 shootout. They gave up uh, six in a win to the Falcons, 20 in the win to the, to the Packers, 24 in a blowout with the Panthers, and then six last week on the road. On the road. On the yes. road. That's yeah. huge. It is. So the defense uh, has shown up for them. Uh, they got the Ravens coming up. We'll see if Keaton Mitchell can get in as a running back for Baltimore coming up this week. Uh, best game in the 4 o'clock window. I guess so. Best game probably Chargers Chiefs, but Steelers Rams should be a close one because Mike Tomlin as an underdog is awesome over the years, and the Rams are three point favorites. So, a couple of a uh, couple of games to watch there in the four o'clock window. Yeah, I definitely like the Chiefs and uh, Chargers. Chiefs at home, uh, I think that'll be a good match up there um, with those two guys at quarterback and. Um, you know, defensively, those two those two teams really they're they're pretty sound yeah. as well uh, overall. Um, so it'd be a good matchup in KC. Sunday night is your game of the week: Dolphins at Eagles. Eagles coming off a loss to the Jets. Dolphins flying high, and uh, Philly gets them at home on Sunday night. Who you got in that one? Man, that is going to be interesting. Um, what's the latest on Tariq? I, I think he. Um, he left the game, but he came back, I believe, right? I'm not sure if there's a, uh, an update on his status or whatever, but um, it's going to be interesting watching him throughout the game and how he performs and uh, how he bounced back as far as uh, whatever was going on with him. Uh, but uh, because I think the Eagles' defense is is going to bounce back as well in regards to um, you know being more a little bit more stout, and, and um, they're going to have plenty of opportunity to um, – to make some plays uh, down the field, and I think game plan wise, uh, if Tyreek Hill is going to be playing, which I think he will be, yeah. um, <clears throat> he's going for two K. Yeah, he's going yeah, for two thousand yeah. this year. He's going to play, <laughs> man. <laughs> but um, I think the whatever they're going to do to take him away, and then you know try to handle Waddle uh, as well, uh, it's going to be interesting matchup for them. Saw the owner's box was waddling after a touchdown last awesome. week. Got everybody doing it. Uh, I understand the penalty. Uh, TJ Watt got penalized, I think, for taking his helmet off. Tyree gets penalized for using a prop, which was a phone, and he does a flip or whatever. If it's in the rules, okay. I still think it's kind of lame. Let the guys do whatever. But the fact that they're getting fines for this is insane to me. Why do you get fined for taking your helmet off? Why do you get fined for doing a flip after a touchdown <laughs> what is the point hey, of- i don't think it was the flip yeah, i think it was the phone okay yeah he grabbed the what phone are you getting fined for taking person. a phone I under- again 
penalty is one thing, but a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, that, that's that's a different thing. Now, a little egregious. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to hurt hurt his pocket. No, no, not at all. <laughs> and where who gets that money anyway? Where does it go? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> it depends on for one who's going to be fighting. So the league finds them, and then you can have an internal fight right. as well, like the team will find you. And I think that goes towards like uh, team functions and things like that. But um, who knows? I'm yeah, not sure. It's all silly money anyway. Hopefully Monopoly money. I, I think Hopefully. a lot does probably go yeah. to charity. I would hope, or just uh, Roger Goodell uses it to put in his. Uh, fireplace at night and just burns the money so he can stay warm maybe that's it i don't know uh let's get our final break in we'll come back wrap it up here on a thursday with marcus crandall after these words You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. It was another rough day for the stock market today. The Dow was down 250 points at 33,414. The Nasdaq was down 128 at 13,186. And the S&P dropped 36. Six points closed out at 4,278. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756 6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. Now back to the show. All right, wrapping it up with Marcus Crandall. Marcus, I will see you Saturday around noon. 12 o'clock. All right. Maybe not on the dot. (laughs) Close enough. Uh, We'll be with you 10 a.m. Saturday morning on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Marcus, I believe, will be enjoying some Country Mart cheese biscuits and sausage dogs. Man, I'm excited about that. It'll be my first time, I believe, having that biscuit. And if Shirley will share, maybe some fat back. If I share. If Shirley decides to share. Now, if he he brings a big tray like he did last time, I will be more than happy to share because that's way more than I want. But... You still have to ask. <laughs> that is Shirley's fat back. Don't touch her fat back. Uh, we will <laughs> see you coming up Friday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll have more comments from ECU Basketball Media Day, football, and we've got ECU Women's Basketball Media Day. So we'll hear from Kim McNeil and her team as well coming up on Friday. For Shirley Rhodes, Chon, the Cranman. Hey, have fun on your casual hangout tonight with your friend we'll get a recap on that on friday too uh we will see you friday three o'clock pirate radio live jeff charles take us home have a great night eastern carolina thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation